Welcome back to the Hunger for Knowledge podcast. As always, I'm Will Beatty here with Mr. Rob Tibbins. Hello, what's up? How are you doing, Rob? How's, good. How's uh, how's life treating you? That's good. Good. Another day, you know. It's uh, good. <laughs> it's got it's, to play. It's, it's as good as it can get. It's <laughs> it was, good. It, well, it was Thursday, so I got it's to play Thursday. basketball this morning, so that was nice. I tried to get up, man. It, it, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's 5 a.m. Like, I get up at 5, so for, I can get there. For various by. reasons, I was up till like, 3. Well, that's I was tough. trying to go to sleep at, like, uh, 10, 11, and that just didn't happen. I have those... And it always seems like basketball days, yeah. like nights, and like conspired against me. Man. Well, I'm trying to force myself to go to sleep. I think because I know I got to get up earlier than normal. So like, and then it makes it harder to go to sleep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And no, then that's weird. It's a weird thing. That's and then your weird. mind starts like, if you get a thought, heaven forbid, I get a thought before I go to bed, then I start thinking about something. Then it's over because then it's like three hours of like processing that thought, yeah. and then I'm definitely not going to sleep. Yeah, so. Right. I know that all too well. Well, tonight, you know, we got we, we brought my buddy Davey in. What's up, Say everyone? hello to the folks. Hello, folks. What's up, Rob? Nice to meet you. Nice to all meet these, you, too. All these digital ears out there. These <laughs> the, the millions. The millions of fans. It's up to the billions. Oh, oh we're, nice, we're, we're expanding. It's we're, a steady growth. We're steadily our growing. Our podcast is being heard in a distant galaxy. That is very nice. This I, is I've I've received this information. This is this directly. Is, this is a you know reality. what? It's kind of cool though. Like I checked the analytics on the YouTube, and there's people that have listened in like Poland and like a couple different countries that like listen in just to the small snippet that I put on YouTube. That's cool. So that's kind of cool. That that's kind of interesting. That, that is, is very really interesting. interesting. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much they're listening to, yeah. but <laughs> they're listening. At least listening you, in. Yeah, you've reached somebody in Poland. Know. Like, Poland, we love you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Malaysia, no, I, I don't know, wherever. I always thought that always seemed like a cool, a cool part of the world. Poland, you know, like that, that area, you know, that the Nordic people, they seem yeah. to have like some really peaceful living. Like they, they have like a, some of the best quality of life in the world. Well, yeah, because when you have to fight to stay warm, you ain't got time to fuck around with anybody else. <laughs> well, if you derive from, the, if your your ancestor is a, a Viking, right? You got to figure this. That's like pretty cool at some point. Right. They yeah. were some hardy people. Too. Yeah, they were some tough people. Yeah. So The Vikings. The Vikings. <laughs> I, I read somewhere, you know what the downfall of the Viking civilization was? No, no. When they started making permanent settlements. Oh, yeah? Yep. When hmm. they were living nomadic lifestyle, they were fine. It's when they started creating cities. Oh, Interesting. No. That, that, that was their whole downfall. Oh, no. Well, but that's the recurring theme, you know what I mean? If you want, you know, civilizations, they, they do that, you know, they... Well, I was watching that. You see that movie World War Z, World War Z or World whatever, War Z. and Brad Pitt's in it, yeah. and he said the way you survive something like this is you con- you're constantly on the move. You don't ever stop. So it's kind of like something like right. for some reason that thought just popped into my mind. That, yeah, and that's the truth. I mean, you know, if you stay, you know, if, on any zombie movie, yeah. if you like chill in a place too long, 
It's going to get, that, uh, yeah. yeah, it's oh, coming, yeah. it's coming. You that, can't, you can't get too comfortable, but that's, you know, that's a life. Lesson. I thought that was like an interesting move, like an interesting zombie movie, the take on that one. Cause like they didn't, you know, it was a little different. The the, than, the book that it was based on, yeah. um, Max Brooks wrote that. Okay. Uh, Mel Brooks' son. Really? Yeah. And huh. the, the movie, as good as the movie was, which I, I enjoyed it, yeah. but you know, they always say the book is better. Yeah. The book was so much better. Really? Like, yeah. It, it was pretty interesting, like you said, because he had a completely different take on the whole thing. Like, the, the book took place, it was like interviewing the survivors of the zombie war. Oh, okay. Like, they were rebuilding after a holocaust, basically. And it was just, it was so interesting. The Why way didn't did they it. do that then? That's, oh, yeah, that's Stop what I mean. Making mo- like, I hate it when movies just bastardize, like, a story that somebody took so much well, painstaking time yeah, to like, I don't care if you got to make it three, three movies long or something like that. Do that. But don't like, don't, don't introduce something to the world. Like, Oh, this is what this is. And then the guy who wrote this story, he's like, it's like, no, no. what did you do to my story? That's like, gotta be painful. It's gotta be so painful. Oh That's man, true. I'd be so pissed off if I wrote something and then somebody just like put some bullshit on the screen and was like, "Yep, that's his yeah, vision." It's like, no, no, that's not what I saw in my head. <laughs> Which that's like completely different than what the movie is. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. So that's I, I'm not much of a reader. They do. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't read. Unfortunately, right. even they they just do things dirty. Like <laughs> you remember that you remember that Street Fighter. Movie came oh out. my god, yeah, the Street Fighter. Did you ever see that? No, I didn't the see movie about, The movie Van about Street Fighter with Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh no, I as didn't an see American that with some foreign accent. It was, it was, it was hilarious. Ridiculous. American yeah. with a foreign accent. Yeah, yeah. he was like, I'm going to kick Bison's ass. <laughs> I mean, that's almost like when they have Sean Connery as a Russian sub commander. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's yeah. so weird. That's they just movies, man. They. <laughs> Just stop doing people's art wrong. But like wrong Sean Connery, like don't even try. Like he's just like he did. Yeah, he's, he's, Sean Connery. <laughs> I don't know. He's like one of them cool individuals, though. Like where he like, could just get away he with. He can it, do something though. bad and get away with yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, it's still Sean Connery. Man. It's probably true. Yeah, it's, it's still him, man. If you play Bond at any time, you're kind of like some sort of like made person. That's true. Like and you like have an accent like that that, like, it, you know, helps yeah. too. You like know, a Russian submarine yeah. commander. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. got this gruff tone. It's like, yeah. where are you from? He's from Poland. He's what's the this? guy listening. What's this old? What's this old man yelling at me? In, oh, man. in weird tongue. To me, he's one of those guys that like looks the same age forever. Yeah, like doesn't he look he like the same? He never. Well. He got That's to a certain true. point and he never Just aged again. <laughs> is that like good is genetics? He, is that living, money? Right? Like I guess. Sean Carney, I mean, there's just living. some people that do that. If I find out that Sean Connery's dead, I'm gonna be pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like The Rock is never gonna age. I think he's gonna like just be that yeah, person just, forever. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Just like, look like that. What do the rocks go? Like, what would The Rock look like at like 80 years old? He's, he's gonna look like, like he does now. He's that gonna... <laughs> dude can still beat me. Up yeah, and he's 80. Did you see uh, Kevin Hart? He he wrote uh, his costume for Halloween was The Rock from like 30 years ago. He had like this. 
the shirt the rock a picture of the sh- uh, the rock with the same shirt he had on it was like a turtleneck had like a gold necklace and then he had a fanny pack on oh, and jeans it was pretty funny i saw that picture <laughs> it was in his um it was in i think it, his autobiography is that what it was yeah well, i read that like he oh my word yeah and that man. was kevin Hart's. that was oh, his yeah. halloween costume yeah. this oh. year he had this fanny pack on i was like this dude is nuts <laughs> yeah their whole thing that they got going on is one of the funniest things. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting little, like, I think The Rock just wants to be, like, a, well, you know, he's always been an entertainer. Right, right. And, it's and not much different. finding man. different ways to entertain. That's true. I, I heard him give a speech to the Lakers. Like, he just, like, he's, like, came in just as a motivational speaker to the Lakers. Huh. Like, th- it wasn't this team. Like, LeBron wasn't there yet, but... It was right. like last season, and like he was just there, just tell you know, just talking to him and stuff. I was he, like, shit, I could do that. Do you see, he takes, <laughs> he has like a whole gym. He's like a whole gym, and like with people that work, like are part of responsible for it. That go to every movie set, like everywhere he goes, they take this whole thing there. Which is not surprising. I mean, look at him; he right. has to be doing yeah, something. Man. So, and and like he works out. They he said he. Somebody was saying he doesn't hardly ever sleep. Like, he's just constantly moving, lifting, doing stuff. That's what people said about Michael Jordan. They said he didn't really sleep much. I don't know. I hear, like, a lot of, con- like, different uh, studies and stuff where they say sleep, like, sometimes people can survive without sleep, and then other people have problems. You know, like, some people even think there's studies out there that it has a connection to dementia that way. Uh, not getting enough sleep through your life, you know, at the end can cause that. That's that, an interesting take on it, yeah. on dementia. I mean, yeah, that's, 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 Davey works, uh, you know, like uh, as a nursing it, home. It, yeah, is it's, it's, a nursing it's a retirement home? It's a retirement community. community. Huh? Yeah. Well, my it worst, ain't a nursing home yeah. because they don't It's a really, fancy word for nursing My no, wife works no, at a, a retirement community, community yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. works at Effort Manor. Okay, I'm uh, I'm at uh, Penn, uh, Keystone Villa. Where's it? Like it's in Ephrata now. Oh, is Ephrata? Yeah, it's, it's that big right one there. that they just Oh, that's built the new one. Yeah, on I'll tell you a funny sheet. story. I, I used to run a garage there. Oh, really? They paid me to leave the garage because they wanted to knock down the building. Right. They gave me like three grand yeah, yeah, yeah. to leave the garage so they could knock down the garage and uh, and I rented. How long ago was that? Because they oh, that place has only yeah. been there for four years ago, so they've had plans on that. I was, I remember when that building existed, the one that what stood there, right. you know, the original before. Yeah. So that was like, like maybe I don't know how long. I had a guy that I did body work and I paid him to do the body work and then right. I'd go in and do the paint work. And it was just a little garage there. There was there was like an alleyway and stuff. I don't know. That was probably I gotta say that was like eight years ago, nine years ago. Yeah, so I mean, it's been a while. Works for a it's long been a while. Time, yeah. yeah, I don't know how it worked. They I rented from the from this other guy. This this other guy's like because I had a lease, right. and he's like, well, I guess it was just to buy me out of my lease. I'm like, how much are you gonna give me? It was like twenty eight hundred dollars. I was like. Where do I sign? Right. I mean, like, yeah, oh, gonna I, give do, me money. Do I? Ha- can I? I'll be out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a tough decision. I'll go find another garage. <laughs> Would you be willing? Yeah. To vacate these premises. Maybe I should have negotiated a little harder. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I would have got more. <laughs> but I was happy with the twenty eight hundred. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. But um, yeah. The reason that um, the reason I asked Davey to come on is. Because, uh, you know, 
I think in this world we we try to to have meaningful conversation with people. You know, we try to have conversations uh or at least I think some th- those of us that that wish to, you know, expand and uh have a a better understanding of kind of, you know, the the, the nature of life and, you know, just uh you know, the progression of of applying our knowledge. You know, we look for the conversations with people who can have meaningful um, uh, uh, effects uh, with with that conversation. And, uh, you know, uh, because, you know, me knowing Jesse, uh, you know, that, you know, that's how I met Davey, you know, him being his cousin. And, you know, we... We we've had some very, uh, very interesting talks, and uh, you know those talks, you know they take us to 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 different places, but they all kind of have like, like a uniformity. That's true. You know Almost like I mean? a central like, theme to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, like a, a sort of like a I'll central theme to uh, theme to it of of, you know, just trying to we're, we're trying to you know peel back. The layers. Well, you know? even thing like like you said, just how like we met. Even though I met you through my cousin, it turns out Will worked with my younger sister like years yeah. ago. Yeah. Really. So like it's almost like we were like fated to meet at some point. Yeah. And was, the fact that I didn't strange. know him before that was isn't kind of that kind of weird how that works sometimes. It's it, very weird. It's not, but it's only weird if you feel like. This isn't some construction. If you think, if you start to under, if you start to think that this is some sort of like that, there's laws and things, and that people are coming into like uh, different spheres, kind of of uh, I don't know vibration or something, and those people like it is really strange. Like, cause I was just telling him like, you know, when I was, it's funny because it's like we'd be like, I'd be back there with his sister. And we'd be like washing dishes and things, just sitting there and uh, like talking and stuff. And uh, I had no idea, you know, I had known Jesse, you know, before I worked there. Okay. So I had no idea that like she was genetically one of the closest people, you know what I mean, to him. Yeah. Like, I had no concept of that. And I was sitting there talking to her and stuff, and you know what I mean? And then for, for, for all these years to go by, and then, like, for me to, like, meet her brother, and then, like, for us to have the connection that we have, like, it is really interesting. And I guess, uh, like you said, strange. Like, it's strange how these things happen. It, it really is. It's a huge world, but really, it's kind of small. It is, you know, in a strange sense. It is. It's so. It's really weird. Like once you start to, once you start to, when you enter certain, I don't even know what to call it. Like you, you enter certain kind of atmospheres, or you know, you'll be around certain people, and you'll be asking certain questions, and those things lead you to other people. Yeah, who resonate in those similar areas. Like if you're open to it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Like if you let it, it was like you know, it was like even like when me and Rob really started talking, it was like, I think it was like, 
the line of questioning and things that like I, you know, we were playing basketball and then like at, you know, we were at a church and I was talking to the guy who was running, uh, you know, talking to Al and dude who was running the, the, the whole thing. And I was talking to him and, you know, I, I think it was certain questions and certain, you know, uh, just a certain want to attain a better understanding of things. You know, I think that that's kind of like why, you know, Rob ended up sticking around after because I was talking to the I ended up talking to the guy after. And, uh, you know, we we talked for, uh, you know, a long time. And then me and Rob talked after we got we had me and uh, the group of people we I was talking to, you know, it was one of those situations where, you know, it was a bunch of Christians and I didn't shy away from the fact that I no longer identified as that. Right. And it wasn't to be disrespectful or anything. No. I didn't want to be disrespectful, but I... I think I, it was a, a positive conversation. Yeah. I think you guys had... You guys were... I think there's a lot of respect there between, you know, between you and Alan and... Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I think absolutely. when you have a lot of respect for each other, you can... You can have, almost it, go those, a bit. Those conversations yeah. can, can grow into a different place yeah. and bigger. I didn't want to disrespect them or anything. I just wanted no. to say, look, I'd been in your, like, I had been in your state of mind. Right. I had, I remember being there and I remember the things that kind of influenced me to move away from it. And the, those things I think all people should consider. That's true. I, one of my uh, closest friends in high school, um, he grew up in a very religious family and um, I did not. My family um, allowed me to experience religion growing up, but they never forced it on me. Okay. And I knew they didn't really believe so much. So um, growing up myself, I just kind of grew away from it. Like church, I, you know, church is bullshit when you come down to it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but his family wasn't like that. They, you know, they believed it and they were. But they weren't like, they didn't cram it down your throat or anything. They weren't preachy. And some of my best conversations with him was us just questioning each other's beliefs. Mm -hmm. And we had that respect for each other where, you know, it wasn't, we weren't disrespecting each other, but we'd sit there and challenge each other. And and he'd sometimes get me to view things in a way that I might not have seen. Absolutely. I did the same for him and he said as much. Like that was, I I think that was kind of how that conversation went with, with you and Alan, yeah. you know, I think there was a lot of that back and forth and, and, and him understanding and trying to be, you know, I, I guess, I think it's harder for a person that, that's more, that is religious to, uh, entertain the idea, you know, of the kind of questioning it. You know what I mean? I, I agree with that. I think it's harder sure, for them because to Because if you to believe and have somebody sit there yeah. and like question Absolutely. your core your values and you stuff. Know, especially yeah. for somebody that's like lifelong religious person. That's, right, you know, right. And that's why it's always interesting to me the people that will have that conversation that are religious. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, when I got married, it was hard. Like you have to like... He had to pick a priest to marry Stuff you. Stuff like right. that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, right. now, it was easier for me. I mean, we, me and my wife are not religious. We have never been religious, and, you know. But yet you felt inclined I, to have a priest. Right, and exactly. That, is that part of the weird part? That's the strange part about, well, what, what, what exactly is a marriage? Like, who really dictates what that is? Like, 
the fact that that's like a law where otherwise we're not recognized as married. Yeah, what kind of? What is that? <laughs> you know what I mean, it's so strange that pe- it just—it's so strange it just gets ignored. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, yeah, it's a separation of church and state, and right there they're married. Like, so, what? I had played football with with the priest for. I don't know. I I mean, it had to be at that point, probably 10 years, you know, since I was like six, 17, 18 years old. So probably 10 years. And he had not once ever brought, I had a lot of respect for him because he never ever came to football flag. You know, we played flag on Sundays, never came to flag football and tried to preach to us. We just came, we played football. We had a good time. Everybody got along. Like, so for me, it was easier, at least like from that standpoint, I had to go with, but we had to go down and like get tested. And like, we had to pass a test that he gave us. And like, it was just like a weird thing. What was on this test? Like he had to like, make sure we were compatible. Cause if we weren't, if he didn't believe we were compatible, he wasn't allowed to marry us. You can't marry you. Um, they have classes for they have classes for that testing that they'll do. They'll um, where they prepare you for that. But at this point, me and my wife, we had one child together. We had I had had a child with somebody else. So and she was basically the mother of that child, you right, know. Right. So at this point, we had two children together, and we're raising these children. We've been on our own for since I was like seventeen, living together. Like, and he's like testing us to see how compatible we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a weird, and if we didn't pass, he couldn't marry us. See, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't even know that that was, because well, we got married at the courthouse and then like we had like a uh, celebration. Thing. Right, right. Okay. Which is still kind of strange. Like, you. I gotta like. You still have to go through the courthouse. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. It's either a priest yeah. or a judge. One of the two. What did I do? That should just warn you against marriage to begin with. If you got to like, get religion or the law involved in something. It's just like, wait a second, what's going on here? I don't like either of these dudes, not the priest. I don't like the, the judge. And now you're telling and me what I can and can't do. And dictating yeah. a ceremony that is about to encompass my life. That's interesting because it's funny because before you... Before you get married, you don't have no kinds of thoughts like that. No. Like, I didn't even know you had to yeah. do all that stuff. And yeah, it's just like, if somebody told me that I had to take a test to get married, I'd have been like, what? Like, what are you even talking about? Like, there's a test? Yeah. I've never heard nobody even say this. So, but that is that is wild, though. I mean, we did for, like, my, my grandfather was... Uh, <laughs> like he was very religious and it was very important for him and it was more about he was actually getting older and me and my wife had been through so much I mean we were pretty much we weren't married but on paper but well we, were, we were together for right. so long that it was right. you know like you come said, on now we had kids yeah. together yeah and, and it was more family. of you know I wanted him, for me personally I wanted him I guess for him to see us get married because that's like that was his vision of how things worked you know right i've only been married technically a few years but in reality i've been somewhat married since i was like six like 16 in a weird kind of way and i mean like i i was i felt like i was married when i was like at that age you know me and my wife were still together at that time and then you know we broke up for a little bit when i was like 20 something but like we got back together, so it's like I feel like I've been, you know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. there's this title of oh well now you are, you you're acknowledged in the eyes of the law and and in front of God and 
It's like, I've, this is weird because it's like, I've been doing, like, I've been doing something at least similar to this. Right, like, right, right. You know, I, I, same, we were the same way. It was like, we were together since when I was like 17 and it was like. But, but that is weird though, because it's like, there's like this religious imposition on. That's crazy though. All by the flip of a coin, that would have been me because I was engaged when I was seventeen to be married. The thing about that, and I found out she was cheating on me, and so I called it off. But you know, just I could have been me, man. Yeah, I'll be single. I don't. You know, you could have been you. Yeah. You you escaped. I did. I did. I I feel very fortunate because I was a single dad when I met my wife. And I was 17 years old in high school. So, like, you know, you don't think you, at that point, there's not a lot of women, like girls at 17 in high school thinking that guy yeah, is a that's catch. that's the one I want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, the like, guy for me. Like, like, that's who I want. It's that guy right there with the kid. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, and, that's like, truth, a crazy though. ass kid's mom because <laughs> she was psycho so it's like there are not a lot of people that want to enter that situation no, so no, i can imagine yeah that's gotta be crazy yeah well david man i want you to like you know <clears throat> I, uh i remember you know earlier I, I wanted to really point out the fact that you know um th- these conversations are really only um good you know because of you know uh what what formed you you know like what what uh you know the things that happened in your life that uh that were really formative things you know i there's 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 certain things i know in my life that kind of like oh that shape they stand out yeah yeah. they're like oh this is this is how I started to become this particular way. And this is how, you know, you can think back on it and, and see that. Right. But like, yeah, I just, you know, I just wanted to, to give you the opportunity to, to, to talk about, you know, your life and the things, you know, that formed you to be able to be um, humble enough and, you know, uh, I guess maybe retrospective enough to to really get to that level of communication with people because not everybody can do that. That's true. Um, I guess, well, like you said, I, um, where it really started was just um, growing up, like my whole childhood. Um, my mom died when I was 12. Uh, she committed suicide officially. But um, she was a drug addict, like, growing up my whole life. I'd seen her in and out of rehab, uh, jail. I remember, like, visiting her in jail for Christmas. Um, She was at Wernersville State Mental Hospital several times. Uh, So growing up like that in that kind of environment with her, not having her stable, like, just that right there. When you don't have a stability, I think, growing up, you question everything. Like, yeah. you question, like, where's my next meal coming from? Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's your dad wasn't around? Question. Oh, he was around, but he wasn't a whole lot better. Um, okay. He, he, was, he was in the drugs, too, when he was younger. Um, he ended up, he stepped up for me and my sister. I'll give him a lot of credit. Like, he did a lot as a single dad. I mean, working all the time, trying to raise two kids. 
But he drank a lot, and you know, he, he was blowing off steam. I get it. I don't blame yeah. him for it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. It was just you know, it was it was a tough situation because he wasn't always sure of like if we were gonna be able to eat and like. So I, I think that's where it really started. Like just you know, just I guess looking at things different, just trying to see how things work, even observing how other people like you see what other people have going on and what you don't have. Mm. So you, you start comparing things. Did like you grow up in this area? Automatically. Um, I was born in Reading. Okay. Um, Reading hospitals where I was <laughs> delivered. Um, the first couple of years growing up, we had a house there. Um, we lived along Penn street and mm. it was, it was a, it was a nice house too. Um, we had, a, it was like three stories. And then um, my great grandmom actually, she, they were going to put her in a nursing home. Not because she was like in super bad health, but she couldn't get around too much on her own anymore. Mm-hmm. So she needed a place. So my dad turned the whole first floor into apartment for her. Like she had her own okay. bathroom, bedroom, all that kitchen. And she came and stayed with us there. Um, and then. They ended up losing the house. She died, you know, as old people do. Yeah. Uh, my mom, like, blew my dad's credit through all her shenanigans. They ended up, like, losing the house. And then we moved out this way. Um, my grandparents owned a general store in Bowmansville along 625. Okay, yeah. Um, for as long as I can remember, a lot of people in the area know my family just because of that general store. It was like the only place I've around. probably been in that. Oh, I guarantee you have been. If you were in Bowman's. It was like 20 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah. we used to play basketball at the park there. Yeah, it was right up the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like right. right right across from like the tavern or whatever? Yeah, like, the, the, the bar was right. Yeah. yeah, we were like a block wow, down the bar. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's my, my grandparents that's in that general well. store. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's a restaurant, right? It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, it burned down. That place burned down. The restaurant did? No, the general oh, store. The general store. That's yeah, why yeah, they yeah. built the restaurant. Yeah. I was living there at the time. Wow. I, I, we uh, may have crossed paths at some point. I, I guarantee. Like How I said, old are you? I am 36. Yeah, I'm 42, so it's very I'm possible. You, I know a lot of people like just because of that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. My grandfather was the grumpy old German. What was dude. it called? Lise? Lise. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Family Mark, you <laughs> it's kind of weird. It is weird. Like I said, I, I meet people that recognize me from my family. Like, But really? a lot of them think that my uncle is my dad. They'll be like, oh, is Phil your dad? And I'm like, no, that's one of my uncles. <laughs> But they get the family. Like they know they can see the resemblance. That's, stuff, which that's is pretty crazy. crazy. And the funniest thing is, though, Phil is not my, it's not Jesse's dad. Oh really? Yeah, they think I look more like. You know, that's, that's crazy. But. That's what it is. Yeah, you just blew yep. my fucking mind. Yep. <laughs> but, like people know my grandparents. Like they still ask about them and they find out here. Oh, how are they doing? Stuff. It's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Huh. That's wild. Yeah, I bought a lot of tea in that store. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the icy tea. Yeah, my buddy, he still drinks that stuff. Oh, my God. That's the stuff that gives you, like, uh, yeah, like he's not, you know, it gives kidney you, stones or whatever. Yeah. It gives you superpowers. Yeah. yeah it gives, oh, yeah. It gives well, you something. <laughs> drink a half gallon of that. I used to play can... basketball drinking iced tea, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'd still be running all day. You're still <laughs> crushing people. <laughs> 
That's so disrespectful. That's demoralizing, though. They're watching you drink tea and then smoking cigarettes and then come on the court and crushing them. Well, that's that's even I, more demoralizing. Well, that's than what, yeah, it's, it's a mind. <laughs> that, that, um, that one game when me and Dean went to uh, play flag football. And, you were telling me about Yeah, I was telling game. you. Like, we just walked. Like, we got there. I don't know if I told you about this because Rob used to play on that team. Okay. All right. He, Rob Rob entered retirement. Uh, had to had he, to retire. He had to retire. Unfortunately, but, but um, I yeah. might unretire in a couple of weeks. Oh, I heard no. I heard there's a double header and they yeah, might need a little help. Yeah. I don't even know when that is. is I that, think it's two weeks or something. Oh, because I was I thought it was this week. Well, yeah, I don't know. That, maybe just my plans. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was just said something about Saturday. To my wife, like, yeah, we might. I was like, it might be a double header. Like, I was already like trying to like. You know, get the, get the, it out it's there. cool. Yeah. Get a, it's cool for one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, you know what I mean? Like I was just, and then I was like, oh man, I think Mike says it's gonna be a double header. So I'm glad <laughs> that it's not this week. You might want to double check. I, I could might, be wrong. I might, I might want to check. That's what he thought he said this morning. But Dean, me and Dean got there, and like our team, we only had like four other people there. Like we barely we look bad just come straggling in the other team was warming up throwing bombs to each other (laughs) they're jumping up catching it one hand (laughs) gloves and stuff and we're just sitting there like there's guys with their hands (laughs) in their pocket dean's smoking cigarettes like uh you know mike didn't even i think mike still had like i don't even know if he had like uh if he was like throwing balls at all yet like we just looked rough and they looked like they were about to destroy us like and uh you know we got into the game and you know (laughs) then dean's you know dean smoked a couple cigs (laughs) i think he had like two cigs before like we started and it was just i was just thinking at some point in time looking around at us it was like if we end up beating this team what like what how like how is this gonna happen like this was literally like 10 15 minutes before the game started we were all still like kind of a little chilly we could tell we it was like kind of shitty weather out and then you know we ended up beating them by one well that's the thing about flag football it's not necessarily how talented you are sometimes it's just a matter of playing together and like it, it sounds like a weird thing, but the flag pulling is like huge because it's hard to pull a flag, it right? Yeah, it's easier to. Ta- in my opinion, got, it's easier to tackle somebody than it is to pull a flag. Cleats. I don't got cleats. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I'm you're playing without I'm cleats. I'm running around and beat up Jordans. Oh no, in basketball <laughs> shoes. And beat up Jordans, but uh, I mean, and that, but that, even that. I found is a demoralizing thing to well, certain people. Like to, yeah. for somebody to not be able to defend you when they have the proper equipment and you clearly don't like that. Like that's there's some dude was like, how are you cutting in in those shoes? Like I know that you like, and it's like yo, I don't know what I, size I got, you wear. I got soccer feet. What size you wear? Like a. 14. Dang it. Oh, my I, I got minor 12s. Yeah, that's what I wear is 12s. I thought that was big. Yeah, no, nah, man. Once you get past 13, I, like, I remember. It's hard to buy them. I was like, oh. thir- I, when I was 13, I think I wore a 13. Oh, yeah? 
And like, so my feet slowed down eventually, but it's like, I was, I think I was supposed to be a bigger person, but <laughs> I didn't sleep well when I was like in my, that growing period. And then I started smoking cigs when I was 16. I thought they tell you, cigarettes are stunt your growth. growth. Yeah. You know, so, I, so there was, all, I, so really, I think I was, I really, out in my head. You're I was like, like seven foot tall. I was supposed head. to be six, 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 eleven or something. Yeah, I'm feeling like I got short change too. Until I started smoking cigs. No, coffee and cigarettes. But yeah, no, it was just, it was just really crazy that we like really, because I mean, Dean had a good game. Not all right. There was another part to this. Dean had a polo on. Yeah. <laughs> Dean, Dean had a polo on, playing in this game because that was the only gold shirt he could find. He had a polo on. He was smoking cigs and he caught. He he scored the first touchdown. <laughs> I, I, he scored I, the first touchdown he, in the game. He told me he never played football before, but no. he seems he seems such what some somewhat Dean's of a athlete. natural. He is. He's, He's an athlete. It's just like I an athlete. Dean could do, yeah. Dean, yeah. yeah, I think Dean could play any. But sport. he catch like the way he catches. He catches with his hands. He, he does. doesn't catch he, with his body. Yeah. You know, that just seems like very natural to him. So yeah, I think he. Yeah, I I I told him uh, like I think he has better hands than I do. He does have I I like with the couple games I played. He made some nice catches and yeah. then you know he wasn't catching with his body. He knew right without even playing football. He knew you just catch with yeah. your hands. Just felt natural to him. Yeah, I mean yeah, I think he's just he, he's like a natural natural like athlete. Yeah, like I think he, for sure. Some people have that like that, yeah. Though. You know, it, it, I mean, I always feel like I could pretty much play any sport. Yeah. Just you know, athleticism is a particular thing. Yeah. You know? I mean, I could play any sport, but how good I'm going to play, <laughs> that's the be. question. I, mean, I was already, I liked baseball, but... I used to like baseball. I was terrible at basketball, and soccer just murdered me. Oh, man. The endurance needed for soccer is crazy. That's, it that's is what so it is. Tough. I think that's that's part of the reason why I think I can play out there is because I'm a soccer player. Right. Running on grass is... There's a, there's a part of it that is still really natural to me. Even if I don't have cleats, like, right. like it's kind of still. I think natural. there's there's something to be said for like the footwork with soccer, like make, helps you in other sports. It's, it's everything, you know. It helps you it with baseball because like foot, footwork is everything, and that's yep. footwork is the key to why people think I can do like yeah. crazy things yeah. on a basketball court because it's like. I know how to set my feet up to do things that most people just don't. You just, you just don't think about it if you haven't had to do it. Yeah, I mean, we played flag football for so long. We've had people that never played football, but they played soccer, and they come up, you know, the friends with us, and they come play football with us, and they're just natural, you know, the the way they even run routes. They they've never run a route, but they their footwork's so they good. Do it. Their footwork is so good that the, it doesn't matter. You know, they get they learn it quick. They pick it up quick. And and because of that footwork, they're they're really good at it. They're outrunning this footwork. Isn't that crazy? And yeah. like a soccer player could easily play a game of basketball because yeah, that's they have how, the that's the, like that would be nothing. I for watch. Them. I know. Like I know how like a soccer player moves on a basketball court. I'll look at guys like, oh, he's a soccer player. Like I can tell it's, their feet move certain ways. Like if you ever watch like Rondo, like Rondo is a soccer player. Like his movements are soccer movements. Right. Like he, I, 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 I watch it. 
Well, Steve you know, Nash was a big Steve soccer Nash player. Steve Nash is a soccer player. Yeah. And if you watch, actually, the way that their legs move, it's similar. Well, didn't Embiid, wasn't he, was he a soccer player growing up? I think he was a soccer I mean, most player. Most people in the world... You know I mean, soccer is the soccer, most yeah. Yeah. sport in, on the planet. Right, know? except so, for here, yeah. Right. And well, even yeah, here, I think it's coming more popular. Even here, like, but I think, I think just wanting to be in the conversation, like, soccer is one of those things where the United States still can't claim any kind of supremacy yeah. of that sport. Like, you can say that about, like, basketball, football. You can say that maybe about baseball. You know, you can say about all these yeah. things, but you can't say that about soccer. That's yeah. true. Soccer is something that like that's international. Yeah. It's not. It's too old and it's too deep. And <laughs> I heard some guy on some podcast say he's he's like he's like only Americans are like Americans are the only people who don't know that soccer is the true like sport <laughs> of the world. <laughs> like that that that's really like Well, you can look at the, like our measurement system too. Like everybody else is on metric. Like, what? metric yeah. Yeah. Well, I've had German cars all my life, so I'm on metric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like somebody tells me I gotta I gotta convert to what standard is. Right. I convert everything to standard because I've been using metric <laughs> all my life. Right, right. I've been using ten and thirteen and seventeen millimeter sockets. And for any all of my people that are listening that play that work on volkswagen's audis they understand that because mm-hmm. that's all you're using when you work on i could take a, a old like a 85 golf apart with a 10 a 17 and a 13 mm-hmm. that's all i need mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and it's i feel like i feel like one of them ignorant americans because it's like when you start throwing the metric system in me it's like what is this communism? Like, what, is, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like you almost get offended. Like. What? What do you mean? It was five meters. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what the. I don't even know what. You might as well talk a different language. Because <laughs> I. <laughs> but no, that's you know it, it. I don't know. It'd probably be good for America to just be like, look, we know we have feet and stuff, but look, we gotta join the rest of the world. Yeah. We can't just be like off in our own land. Where else do they even use feet and stuff? Uh, I don't know. I is it, like where is it? I, I, I honestly I, don't I know. <laughs> we just made our own shit up. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, twelve. this is 12 like, inches. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like, I'm and it, sure and years ago I mean, it came. This 10 system makes sense. Years ago, somebody, it came down to money. Some reason they did it for for financial reasons. Oh, that's, I, that's I, I'm sure. <laughs> that gives me a grimy feeling. If I had to make a bet right I, now. I, I would bet that was yeah. the reason. Some corporation said, you know what? You know what we're going to do? We're going to get a lobbyist. We're going to have that lobbyist go get pay a politician to say, hey, now we have to change to standard. And then we're going to own all the standard tools. Right. And then we're going to sell all the standard tools and, yeah, and control the, the market. Yeah. I remember I read this book this one time, and they were trying to get to, into the history of like what what was it that spurred measurement and like currency and number number systems uh-huh. like what what was it in the world that did that and it was like kind of one of them like it was a book uh that i'm sure like many like professional people would scoff at but it was like kind of like leading you to this conclusion that you know there's there are like measurement systems and things in the world that are kind of like um 
out of place. Like that it, it would seem that these things were far older than what conventional knowledge would say about the age of civilization. You know, because we're weird like that. We just think like when we think about civilization, we really like we're like, oh well, we can look back to Sumeria and that. That is the first, that is like the beginning of this civilization. Like, what comes out of that is what we live in. Yeah, but there was people before. But there was people before. And if you don't think those people were civilized, that's crazy. Oh, how about the, like, this, what they were talking about on that Egyptian one about the Sphinx, right? Like, they think it was, originally they thought it was built in a certain time frame. And that, that, I don't remember who the guy's name is. Like, he, he determined. Um, Wasn't it erosion? Ro- what was that? Robert Shock. Yeah, and, um, from like erosion. He thinks that John it was, Anthony West and them was how much older? I don't even remember. I don't even remember but, how much older, but, but it was still they, they their measurement was of of how much time had gone past. Was like it put it in a place that bumped up against the conventional wisdom right. about civilization. Yeah, and then it's like, oh well, there were no people doing anything on the earth before this time, right? And it's like. What gets me when you start well, do you going know? down that that route, like those ancient batteries. Yeah, the Baghdad yeah. batteries. The Baghdad batteries. Yeah. When you start getting into them, like why why do they even have that? Why was well, that a I thing? I want to live long enough for a time machine. Because I, mean, I, I want to be able to, maybe there's time machine now. I don't know. But I want to be able to, I'd love, like that's the kind of stuff I want to, I want to like, go back to the, and visit that stuff and, and see, see what's that. going on. Yeah, but maybe, come on. Yeah. How did the pyramids get made? You're telling me that that these people literally like a, a bowl, a, a rock the size of my house, yeah. pulled it up to a top of a, a, you know, up to how many hundreds of feet or without, thousands without of feet a crane. without anything, and then without did nothing. it so exact, precise, the precision, so precise, the and cut those rocks so yep. precise that I, they fit so precisely. We don't even have the tools to, to do it to today. That precision, yeah. Yeah, and then they like, wild. then they act like it's normal. Yeah, they're just like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could do this. With, oh, they were with, just with, real precise with back Bronze then. age, yeah, <laughs> bronze <laughs> age chisels. Yo, I'm just with, oh, look metal at my that's precision. softer than the rocks you be hammering. Well, my buddy <laughs> actually told me for the first time Stuff ever that like he t- he told me he was listening to somebody that actually thought that they used water. Right. And that the way he described it made that was the first time I ever heard logically a way that it was possible. Yeah. They used the water and the canals they had to to lift the rocks. Yeah, I, I heard that also. And so and that would, like that to lift them where to, to, to lift them up to the to, next level. They yeah. would make almost like locks. I know exactly what you're talking about. So that kind of logically, I could see but that. Even, but still, even that, thoughts who, who that designed now? that? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm who just would, saying, like that's no, the I'm, best I'm, one I could yeah, ever yeah, like I've ever heard. Even if that is the case. Who who could do that? Now? These are guys that that yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying the fact like that they would did stuff in the past that people can't do now. It kind of destroys like that idea of that. You know, they call it like the the the, the church of progress. The right. the idea that we we can't ever for we can't possibly think that we are in a state of civilizational de-evolution. We think, oh, no, we're on the ascent. Look at what we're doing. We did this. We did that. And I'm like, these people made buildings like thousands of years ago, and they still stand here. There's nothing that you see that's going to be standing here 
in a thousand years. Nope. Nothing that we've built in this time that we take credit for as modern technology is going to be standing then. I mean, the same thing happened in, in uh, South America. They have There's different cities that they can't figure out how they literally... The one place, I think they took a... Uh, built same thing there was a huge rock cut in a way that we can't do today and it was like 300 miles they brought this rock from this place yeah, okay yeah, like yeah. How, what reason like how does that happen like yeah. can't even do it today but they somehow figured it out yeah. oh it, when you're south america the, like the i think those are all the over the place in south america the yeah they said that they had like obsidian surgical tools, like they made scalpels and stuff out of obsidian. Yeah, that are sharper than our laser cut precision steel scalpels today. Well, the ancient aliens what? love the Mayans and the Aztecs because yeah. they're, the, you know, the ever the. I mean, you've seen pictures mm-hmm. and like they. I don't know. I I, I think when that came out. Uh, like you, it, I think it made you kind of it, it it made you want to jump to certain conclusions. Yes. you're like, oh, that's aliens did that. Yeah, alien, like you know what I mean. Like you see something, you're like, oh, what that happened a thousand thousands of years ago. Oh, aliens did that. Like the people can't, the people couldn't have possibly been advanced enough to do that. But ultimately, if you look at that statement, I'm not saying that I know which way it happened, mm-hmm. but I'm saying if you look at that statement realistically, the only reason you think like that is because you think that you're you live in something that is progressing, like you instead of the right, right instead right. of falling right. apart in a way where now you don't even know what the you don't even know how they did that. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure within I guess people could say, well, they wouldn't know how to build a car, like they wouldn't know, and that's possibly true, you know, but. I mean, at the end of the day, these people did things that lasted. That there, when you build things in stone, you mean for them to. Did last. You ever see the story sure. of the crystal skull? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm, that. That one's that one's kind of far out there, but they like when they got them, um, them different heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was reading a little bit, and about and they say the same thing about them that there's, uh, I mean that we have no way of building that now yeah. like so the, the idea that it was done however many years that ago that it was a Chris, it was cuz what don't they say that it's like a crystallized information yeah like it's it like that, that, that somebody put information in the skull that's one of them things like i remember when i heard you're like wait what what are you talking about they put information in a crystal skull like that's a sci-fi movie they made it into indiana jones movie yeah they 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 had to (laughs) they literally made it to a movie they had to but no i mean i don't know how i don't know how these things were done but the truth of the matter is is like people have to get over the idea that you are a part of the most intelligent thing that has ever existed like that's the story we tell ourselves we tell ourselves that we are that this whole thing is pretty much here for us. I, I feel like that's hard though, because that goes against a lot of people's nature. Like that's yeah. the let go of your ego and to admit that you're not as important as you think you are. Yeah. I mean, how you tell a guy like Elon Musk that? Yeah. You know, yeah. I say, Elon, listen, <laughs> <laughs> Elon, the Earth exists in the vacuum of space and has kept itself alive in the vacuum of space i mean i know that it doesn't seem you know 
I know a lot of people they scoff at that idea that like the the earth is a living thing. But I mean shit, if if the earth isn't alive, how could you say that you're alive? I like, agree with you that. know what I mean? Like this thing it exists as an entity spinning around a nuclear like a nuclear whatever the sun is. Yeah. Like, it's a nuclear whatever reactor. the sun is. Yeah. It spins around reactor. this thing. And maintains life because if it wasn't alive, how could it ever give rise to life? I think that's a, that's a hard that's like a like that's a hard thing for people to even fathom. It's because they think like when you think of life, you think of things that walk around on legs, yeah. and when you think of you know. I, I remember my dad said one time he's like, "Well, like you know, the sun like doesn't have to like think about like paying like the electric bill." Or something like, like and, yeah. and that's true. But at the same time, it's like, you don't know what is, if the sun, we were just talking about earlier, it's like, if the sun, how can you think that you think things and then the thing that powers you doesn't? That's true. How does that, you know what I mean? Like, the, you need I mean. that thing. That thing doesn't need you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be there you with are, or without you. You are in some I mean, way, some sort of a reflection of that thing because it doesn't work the other way around. That yeah. thing can exist without you. And mm. will. It will. It, <laughs> and yeah. will. It's gone. Too. <laughs> I mean, there's ice ages and there's there's different ways the earth you know, changes and that's that's some kind of reaction to what goes on. Yeah. So... I mean, it, there's something going on. It's like on. an autoimmune response. Something, Your body is yeah, not much I mean, different. You get it like may a, be a different way of being alive, but it's still some kind of it's life. It's a different life. form of life. Yeah. You don't understand. You, it's so, it is so alive that you can't even see it. I mean, it, they it call it Mother Nature. Like or whatever. Yeah. Right? They, they, call they call it, it mother, mother Nature. And what, they, I think that that's what you know people wanted to call it when they were still trying to awaken to that idea. But I think the tribal peoples of the earth were the people who kind of were the custodians of that knowledge. And those people have largely been eradicated. So here we are kind of like bastardized because we're just like, we're like, all right, like we're here, we're in these cities, we're in these towns and things like this. But we really don't, but we, we don't, we haven't tuned into the information of people who've, uh, who've lived in uh, communities and lived with information that's been passed down for long periods of time. Because we haven't been doing this this long. I think if you probably look at history of religions, there's a lot of religions that have a human figure for Mother Nature. Yeah. You know, so like in a weird way, they do think there's religions that believe that it's alive and give it a human figure. You yeah, know? they have to because it's, it, I mean, once you see it on a certain level... It becomes evident that the thing is alive. You know, yeah. you just don't. You, you live inside of it. It's kind of like, do you think that the bacteria inside of you is cognizant of the fact that you like are taking a shit or something? Like, does or, it know that? Does it know you, that? Or you as a concept at does, all? Does it and know then, that you exist? Yeah. Does it, or is it just floating around? There's just like shit. But, trying to find something. I mean, the reality of of. The human body is actually, if you really think about it, is, is unbelievable that functions and it functions together and works in such flawless, you know, ways, you know, the fact that I can just go and run and play basketball and without thinking and it just, it's just, I don't know. Sometimes it amazes me when on I that, think about it. On that nine months that made you, 
they they were talking about that that you know when you see a kid they got like a cleft lip. Yeah. They were saying that the reason that that happens is because like there's this time where you're just like this blank face fetus, and once you receive like this information your body goes through like this morphological change and then it begins to form your face. And when the face is getting formed on two sides, sometimes it doesn't complete. And that really that slit is the lack of fusion. But in this process of this face forming, well, um, from it, what? See, it's just, it's so, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I never, spina, I never heard. I never, I didn't know that. that. I, I didn't never know knew that. that. I was like, what? Spina what? bifida is not. It's the same thing. Um, I had a friend in high school. He was paralyzed from the waist down, and um, it, it's the same thing. When your spine, you you know, you have your umbilical cord when you're a baby. Uh-huh. Well, there's a hole in your spine there where the umbilical cord comes in. I didn't know okay. That, right. And as you're forming, that hole closes up, except for the people with spina bifida. For whatever reason, that hole never closes, so their spines never connect. Like, I think about it a lot, but, like, I've had four children, and I feel very fortunate that all four children, you know, born without. Like, when you think about all the things that could go wrong, we're all very, we're all very fortunate that we, you know, me personally, that we have had healthy children you know, through the birth and like the amount of, you know, healthy children that are born every day. It's, it's, it's a miracle. You know what I mean? Like the thing, the thing I always consider is, is like, all right, you, you, uh, whatever it is that is you began its journey as in reality. Think about what the, the, a father, and think about in reality how many like ejaculations he's had in his life. You know oh. what I mean? Like he's had all these. But use there yourself just, as a baseline. But I was, mean, <laughs> billions. There's, there's billions. There's just all kinds yeah. of ejaculations. There is matter. And everywhere. then there was this one time. That one that fought that through. One. There was this one time where the situation presented itself, and this one out of all this. I was telling David the other day, first of all, it fucks me up that how, how is your balls? <laughs> how are your balls a factory for sperm? How, like, how, you know what I mean? Like, your balls are making the beginnings of life. They're responsible for life. This shit is just like. I mean, well, eggs, eggs are too, but. Floating, I mean. <laughs> they're floating around. But, but, but when you think about it, it's like that. But the egg is just like a house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like yeah. this thing is like the, you you've, you've given rise to this microscopic form of life, and then it finds uh, its way into it's got a, a house. tail. I mean, it has a tail. It has a tail. What, the, what do you mean? That's what do you an mean? Animal. That's a creature. The first time I ever saw my daughter's like picture, like her her sonogram or whatever. Yeah. Is that what it's yeah. called? Right? Yeah, sonogram. Sonogram. They had the 3D sonograms. That that was a mind trip. I was like, oh man, like I can see her face. But nah, this was like just the regular one. And her feet, like, she looked like a frog. <laughs> Sometimes I still call her frog. <laughs> From that, it's like I remember you the first time I saw you, you looked like frog legs or something. And um But it kind of makes sense because it's like 
a tadpole become you know what I mean? A tadpole yeah. becoming this frog. So in that state, you might actually be like some <laughs> frog like type creature. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like you you probably are somewhat amphibious. Like you like you, you you're not choking on the fluids and you things. You gotta listen that you're... to uh, Cliff High. I'm telling you, you like Cliff High. High. I need to. I say, I, yeah, you keep saying this because gotta... uh, he's like uh, I don't know. He's when you talk about genius people. I mean, he's uh, his intelligence and what he can speak on is. It feels like it's it's endless. You know, he can speak on any subject, but and with is like he Colorado. He, no, he lives in Washington. Because if your name is Cliff High, that just sounds like you live in Colorado. <laughs> you should. You should. You're high on a cliff, Colorado. That's what I think. I'm on the Rocky <laughs> no. Mountains. But he has his theory is that we derive from. Um, I can't remember the the name of the the species, but like there was only a few of them here, and they were in the ocean, and that we all derive from these people. And it's kind of like similar, like when we talk about the ocean and the water and frogs and stuff, and like it's kind of weird. I don't know. And when you start to look at one thing that I found was really strange. Is that when you really start to look at like the animals, like because you know how they split it up with types, and they're like animals. Uh, I mean, they'll, they'll be like mammals, reptiles, birds. Um, you know, uh, the amphibians, stuff like that. And I'm like, wait a second, what if this like because certain things pop up like platypuses and stuff like that, the or the cons- platypus, yeah. <laughs> You know, the duckbill platypus. What is that? It's a, that's like a, I don't even know what, I don't even know how to explain that thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mammalian bird-like. Fur-bearing, egg-laying, venomous, duckbill-having, web-foot. What is, like, nobody still knows what the hell that is. And, and then when you start to look at stuff like when they talk about dinosaurs and they're saying that pretty much like dinosaurs became birds. So really you're saying that actually all of these things that we split up in these different animal sections are actually the different generations of the same thing. Well, how about now the mm. fact that they think the, the T-Rex was a... the Originally it was a carnivore, but now they... Think he was uh, what's what's the one that eats all the, just eats plants? Scav- well, all a herbivore. Yeah, he thinks they think he's oh, a I herbivore now. One. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, what? yeah. Uh, if the T Rex is a vegetarian, that messed up my uh, whole childhood. I, I heard. I read an article where they said they they think he was a her- a herbivore now. <laughs> this is interesting. Right? I'm gonna read that. So like. How but, how they, different does that change history? Yeah, like your idea of growing up. I mean, it's completely you it crazy. Twists everything you, you learn. It, right? it, my whole world is flipped. That's what I mean. No well, more I, all those movies we watch. We can now we can be like, that's false news, man. That's fake they, news. They, they, said <laughs> they said that how that T Rex was running in Jurassic Park that that was physically impossible because T Rexes. Yeah. They they like they what they didn't have the ability to like move like no, that. Like, they would have like weight. broke their legs. Yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah. Like, they were just snapping half trying to run like that. They just wanted to chase Jeff Goldblum. I, I remember <laughs> when they said T Rex was a scavenger when they changed it from carnivore to scavenger. Rewrite history. They rewrite yeah, history they every day. Just, 
Imagine a T-Rex tiptoeing around. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're done you with that? that? Yeah. That's why, why. That's a Triceratops ass. I like that. When I see, like, I see studies and science and they come out with this stuff, I'm like, you know, how do we know? Like, 10 years from now, they're going to come out with another study that's, that's going to counter. Refute. It's going to be the, the exact opposite of what they just said. So the reality of the situation of everybody's opinion basing it off of studies is almost kind of. BS. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> and and then that's where it has, I have a problem, like, just believing anything. Like, So that's where really, we come to the really they, right? Yeah. We come back to the they. We we're eventually going to have this this uh, episode about just the they. Like, who is the you, they? What are they talking about? Because, like, they? you say, well, they said in this study, well, who is the they? Who where do the they come they? from? Like, they, whatever. Nobody can ever specifically how, tell how you. How many times have you said that in your life? Well, yeah. they said that. Yeah. In my you, mind, the they, the best way I think that they, that that concept has ever really um, been shown, like in film, is you ever see that movie called Dark City? Dark City. I knew you were gonna say Dark City. You know Dark what I mean? City? You, you never, never seen, seen Dark City? No. Dark it's City wild. was kind of like, in a way, it's kind of like the Matrix. You know, in in the strange like. Yeah, no, yeah, it it's was a, definitely it's a, you can see right. the inspiration. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like in the movie, there's this guy and he's living in this world, and eventually he begins to understand the fact that his world is construct. It's sort of Truman Showish, but like okay. but some dark, dark shit, some dark, t- like, a dark, ooh, yeah. dark Truman. I'm gonna show. have to watch this one. Yeah, and, no, it's good. Rob. And eventually, he comes into the understanding that. Well, that there's like, I don't know. If you're gonna watch it, I don't even want to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even want to tell you because it's just like that's all right. I watch movies a couple times. There's nothing wrong with the. Pretty much what happens is is that he, he he figures out like well, so, some shit end, starts like changing in his reality. Yeah, his reality real, begins like, to change. Like certain like pictures and like memories and things like that. And okay. then he starts to understand the fact that maybe these things were maybe his memories are just constructed. And then like he's he starts digging away at things and then like you start seeing like these dark shadowy cre- like they're not even creatures. They're people like these dark people who pretty much they have control of his environment, and they at, at, at I think at a certain time it's not just I, his I remember it's not just his environment. How but old is this movie? It's old. It, it, it's, I, I don't know. It might be like the nineties something. 90s, okay, well then, like yeah. later or is it later nineties, mid nineties? It seems old. I don't to know, me, man. I got. Look at I got all the world's knowledge <laughs> in my hand. You, I, yeah. you got a computer in your pocket. We're struggling. I have all of the, everything I need. I, I right feel like I that sounds familiar, but like I feel like nineteen ninety eight film. Ninety eight. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to go look back. I wish I would have watched that in nineteen ninety eight because I was in a really weird place. Well, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you understand. said the Matrix, I kind of like figured what the, you know. Yeah, just but it, but the way yeah. that like all right, if you see these people though, because like, when did the Matrix come out? Not not long after that. Not long after. Yeah. That. Okay. The first one. It was probably early two thousands, right? Yeah. I think the Dark City was definitely some somewhat in, an inspiration. I I feel like it. I feel you like can it see was. It, man. Uh, it's just like the griminess of it, and like there's there's like this dark uh, element, the whole but atmosphere. Yeah, like there's these guys though, 
and they like have like hats on and like they're in like these dark and they're like these pale dudes and um they have control of his reality to the point and it, yeah like david was saying it's not just his reality but they control this place the entire we, city and a city that like they i think there's a certain time or something like everything shuts down and the people shut down and then they go in and they start to make their adjustment I to think, their reality. And now you just describe it. I feel like I think I've watched this movie. It's, it's, I'm gonna it's, re- it's even if I have, I have to rewatch it's it. It's definitely yeah. possible to watch like on some late night. Like, yeah, you saw it yeah. like on TNT or something. And you know, like it because that's something like if I started watching that, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna watch the rest of this. Yeah, and, like it's know. one of those movies where you know. I, of course, there's the They Live, which is kind of, you know, They Live is definitely the, I think, kind of like the quintessential movie of, you know, talking about forces that control the world. Yeah. But the They. Yeah, the They is, is uh, you know, that's always the compelling question. It's interesting that that, that it keeps coming up. Like like you said, like everybody. How many times in your in your past have you said they or yeah, you said, yeah. and it's just a you generalization of something. You know what they say. You know, it's, the movies, no, they like, they were talking about or they or you just like you don't even realize how many. I don't even. Th- I think about it more and more now, but I try to make myself stop saying it. I start and make myself stop they, saying, saying it. They. Yeah. Instead of saying they, say. they, I try and find a whatever information I want to find and say this is who said that or whatever. I read it from Yeah, here. exactly. Because yeah. yep. I'm trying to stop using the they because it's driving me crazy. On one of my more conspiratorial songs, <laughs> I had this line where I said, and they live like Rowdy Roddy Piper in back rooms <laughs> looking as slick as Mel Kuyper. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking about this thing. I was like, who are these people in these rooms? And, uh, you know, that dude who's always doing football, Mel Kuyper Jr., yeah. that dude's always looking like real smooth and like yep. he's just like in a suit all the time. And I'm just like. That's that's the these people in back rooms making up how the world works and you know, looking all smooth and you know they they don't really have any like thoughts of money and stuff. You know what I mean? Like they have so much money they yeah, don't even it doesn't think matter. About it. We we're people who constantly think of money. To yeah. think that there's people who just like live and have no cons like who who like. You know, something comes up and they don't even have a thought. They're just like, "Oh yeah, just get it." Like, yeah, you know, those people exist. And it's like, well, no think idea. about the guy like, like we were talking about. Did you play the lottery when it was oh, last yeah. week? And oh, it was like one point six, one point six billion. Yeah. I think it was. I think oh, I'm yeah. afraid of the lottery. Why? I think I don't know because I feel like I I don't know. I've Does it change too, you in a bad way? Many, see too many horror stories. Are like, is you know they. Nothing. There's nothing like yeah. having it, and then people coming to you, and then you having to become the kind of person who's like, "No, fuck off! You, you're not taking my money. I don't care that's about the, your starving daughter." <laughs> like, that's the bad like, pers- part of Pennsylvania. Like in other in other states, you can you don't have to say you don't have to disclose you, that. right. You don't have to disclose oh, that yeah, you won, but Pennsylvania, you do. You 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 would literally become. Um, a some sort of a celebrity kind of yeah um and i don't know maybe i'm not afraid of it i just i don't know 
The I, odds of winning we, are so bad. Are they're very so slim, low. but I have like I don't know. But my theory is somebody listen. With, somebody's my uncle won. My uncle's parents won ten million in the lottery. Wow! Wow! So I mean, you know, but it's still. This was years ago. This I'm, was like twenty. I don't even know twenty years ago or something like that. Maybe I'm just giving myself a reason to not do it because I don't want like I don't want to do it and then feel the let down or like oh. like I've never really played the lottery because I don't know. I, just, I have a number in my head. It find, gets to <laughs> like I, there's a number like five hundred like five hundred million. I'm I'm starting to play. Yeah, and I don't play like we bought five numbers, and that's got, the first time I've played since it was. I think it was a billion, almost a billion dollars, like a year ago or something. That was the first time I played since then. I mean, I I always think about it. I was like, you know, what would it be like to actually win? And the and the only thing that I can think of is like, first, I would probably shit myself. (laughs) Second, second, I would, I would, I would lose consciousness. There would be too much of a surge of energy in my body. To regain, to to continue being awake, like I just it was overload just, the it would just be an entire overload. Of, like, do you know what I'm gonna do? Like, do, do my you, thought process. Do you have any clue? Yeah, well, my thought process is, I always feel like I'm not gonna win because it's just mathematically, but <laughs> yeah. I still play. But it's always like I just hope. Like I'm hoping it's not a doctor that wins this. Like I'm yeah. hoping it's somebody that like needs, needs it. You know, like somebody that has a sick, you know, whatever. Like it's gonna do something good with it. That's what you hope for. You hope for. You know, it. that's what I hope too. But I was reading. almost my conspiracy mind kind of thinks it's rigged. That like they already know who's oh, gonna gosh. win, and then like the money's already because it. The thing is, they take so much from from taxes, and then if you take it up front, like that person that got like if they would have just took the lump sum. And then they and then minus taxes, they only end up with like eight hundred million. Which, when I say only, it's ridiculous it's, amount of money. But, but, but it was one point half. Yeah, it was one point. So where's the other half go? I, yeah. I would just it's just chilling there somewhere. No, that they take it. Yeah, the they have it. <laughs> they do have it. That's just oh man. They even make money on the lot. That's even the banks. Like your money's not at the bank. Well, no. Yeah, they have it. Well, yeah. the the yeah, Maybe. and the fact that like uh, people have gone into banks and they've they've asked for like uh, I don't even know what the number is anymore, but there's a certain number that you can't even take out of the bank anymore. It's oh, like yeah. ten grand, yeah. like anything over ten grand, you can't even get ca- that much cash out of the bank. Like I tested it one time. I was fortunate enough to have that much money to take out, and I took out like ten five, and I they let me take it out, but they were questioning it. Like I'm like this motherfucker. It's my money. It's my money. What yeah. do they say, sir? What do you need this money for? I don't what give a it? shit. It it's doesn't matter. What do you need my did you ever money see for? That, did you ever see that video though? The guy that said he was playing the lottery. He's like, what? What would happen if you win? He go, he go. Uh, what did he say? He said, prostitutes and coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then the lady was like, okay. Like, he was trying, he was At least he was honest. He said the truth on the news. <laughs> That's some of the most entertaining stuff ever. That was my great. wife sit around sometimes and just watch people who said wild shit on the news. That was great. I loved it. That's what I felt like saying to the bank people. I'm like, What's a? It's my money. Who cares what I'm gonna do with my? But the money? fact that they even question. Well, I mean, yeah, I can't even I mean. buy cryptocurrency anymore with my own money. I'm not talking about using credit card where I use credit. Right. I'm talking about using my debit card. Right. I can't even buy cryptocurrencies anymore. My bank, my bank won't allow me to use my own money to buy whatever I want. Wow. 
That's so interesting. There you go. Wow. Tells you. That's they're also the a, disgusting. They're also a threat together. to the banking system, though. Oh, so that's yeah. part of the problem. But still, it's still my money. Your money, exactly. Well, is it really though? Nah, apparently not. <laughs> I mean, no, what what is yours though here? I mean, they say I a lot of the um, nothing. There's a company <laughs> called the Seed Company yeah. that owns uh, a lot of the deeds to people's houses, mm-hmm. and that the fact that you you really don't even own the the deed to your you don't even really own your house. No. They own the deeds to all the houses. So, it's kind of and they they're not it's not just houses like they also um like when you go buy a stock, yeah. let's say you buy a bo- stock in the stock market, usually there's like 10 other people that buy that same that own that same stock. Right. But the seed actually the seed company actually owns the stock. You think you do. But you go to sell that stock sometime. It's like it's same thing with gold, like gold and silver. Gold and silver is uh, you can buy paper uh, certificates for right. gold and silver. But you can't. But get there's really in reality, there's like ten people that own that same certificate. If everybody just went in to go in and turn their certificates in and said we wanted the gold and, and we, we want our silver, the the Comex would collapse. Our country would actually probably collapse. Well, that's what the depression. That's what, right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. now, and because the fraud would show up. They would show they would show all the fraud that's going on oh, in the yeah. financial system. Well, ever so. since the Fed was set up, I oh mean, well, the Fed's just. I think, yeah, they, I, think was, I think they just had to make people numb enough to not like really care yeah. that there's a massive fraud going on. I think it's numb and it's dumb. I think like, TV, the I think TV, system, I think TV helped with both of those. I think too. the well, and the educational system I think plays in a big part because yeah. do we ever talk about like any kind of finance in school? Really. No, the financial system, mm-hmm. the way I took it works, one, any one of that type of class, and I didn't pay attention. But in college, you did that, right? No, I did this actually. Oh, you like did? Maybe I was maybe in like eleventh or twelfth. Oh, grade. really? I remember we took uh, economics in my high school. It, I didn't but, have that. But even yeah. economics, though, like I don't, I, I don't remember shit from any of that. Well, maybe again, I, my, my economics teacher was my coach, so. <laughs> you didn't have to remember nothing from economics it class. It didn't really benefit him. It wouldn't benefit him to go yeah, over my learning. head. Yeah. It's not going to benefit you too mm-hmm. well. I didn't go to school very often when I was supposed to. That's probably why I didn't know. Maybe there was an economic class. I, I, I didn't, didn't even know. <laughs> I, I got kicked out, actually, in 11th grade um, halfway through the year because out of the first 90 days, I had 60 unexcused absences. Well, see, I did this weird thing because I didn't live at home. Mm-hmm. So I just started signed my own Seuss cards, and they couldn't do shit about it because technically my parents weren't, weren't, guardian. weren't my guardian. Right. So I just started signing my own. It was great. I showed up like once a week and they couldn't do shit about it. <laughs> and what the messed up thing is, I still passed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that, well, I think that's why they got mad. Why I finally came to a head because I missed 60 on excuse absence. I had I was passing all my That's grades. the proof that actually the school is just actually like this detention type center for youth to go to I while they're like it's more like a daycare while well, it's different now it's daycare. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's different now if you get unexcused absences i think after three the parents get fined truancy kind of craziness right. is that yeah people act like you can actually i mean you can say stuff to a kid but if you have a kid who's like look i don't care what none of y'all I was willful, yeah well no like, yeah yeah, either they're not going to go to school or they're going to act like they're going can to school. Really, and yeah. I did both. Can like, you yeah. really and make a child go to school if they don't want to? Not if they're, will, like you said, willful enough to be like, nope, not going. Yeah. I'm, 
I got shit. And if you're Other working a full-time job, you ain't got time to be I wasn't working any full-time job. I was doing destructive. Oh, no, no. I, I mean, as a parent. As <laughs> I don't a even parent. remember this bullshit I was doing, but it wasn't good. No, I mean, as a parent, though, like, if you're working, you can't be watching what your kid's doing all the time. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But and then they'll go and find you and take that money from you. That's crazy. And if you don't pay, then they're going to put a warrant out for your arrest. Then you could go to jail because, all because your kid didn't go to school when you thought they went to school and you didn't sign an excuse card. Yeah, that's what I mean. How that's fucked just, up is that? That's just so disgusting. <laughs> that, and that's the world you're raising who kids in right that? now. That's nuts. That, who thinks of that? The like, they. Who thinks that that makes sense? The they. The they do it. But <laughs> wow. I don't even, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I have no words. I have no words sometimes for the lengths that certain people have gone to in order to make life so difficult for so many people. Yeah. Like you just you just like, oh man, like we can we can definitely get them with this. <laughs> like we know we know we can't make kids go to school, but it's like, well we can get the money anyway. Like we'll make we'll come up with a test and every school that uh, their money, federal money that gets to sent to them is determined on how well the kids get tested. That's how mm-hmm. our system works. And then we have schools that, you know, that don't have heat and don't have teachers that really care. And so those schools, we don't care that they'll struggle, just continue the, the decay of the school system. We don't care. But that's what they that's essentially what they've done. They've created a system where it, it helps certain areas. And it's like, you know, we talk about me and you've had the conversation where our kids get my kids get laptops and get yeah. bring home laptops. They're they put they took out the part of the library in the effort of school and put a cafe in. Oh. Yes. That makes sense. Cafe. So now the kids go to school, they can go to the cafe. Instead of having books for kids to learn, where's this at? At Ephrata. And they got oh, lot, at they the middle a, school. Yeah, they no, in the high school. In the high school. Oh, in the high school. Yeah, because so, when I was in middle school, we had this place called Cafe de la Mont. Oh, really? It called Cafe de la Mont. It's where you got to eat lunch at if <laughs> if you were like, I guess, a, a good kid or something. Like I don't know. They had like a reward system. But anyway, yeah, no, I didn't know about there was a cafe in school. But at high school. and then. Your kids, you know, you have an account that you put money into. Your kids don't understand money, oh, and then no. they're ch- and then they're using that account to buy stuff at the I cafe. Was, I was always buying way too much stuff because my parents would put like, like they would give me these, uh, like you know, like the lunch, the lunch thing, the lunch yeah. money. And I was man, I used to get all kinds of stuff. I was mm-hmm. always, I was getting like three oh. pieces of pizza, man. Oh. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> Will spent like thirteen dollars on lunch a day. (laughs) Mom, I need more lunch money in my account. (laughs) I was getting the free lunch because we was poor, so well, you you get as much lunch as you want. Then the free lunch. That's the thing about it. It's like it's weird, kind of growing up with money because when you grow up with money, and I'm I don't come from extremely like wealthy people or anything like that i come i i come from people who attain money through a lawsuit right which is a particular thing because those are usually people who come from situations of people who really don't know how to deal with money so it's like you know they 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 introduced all this money to my family and uh you know 
I, I still, I think that they, you know, I think that they struggle to under, like, to completely understand how to continue that money, how to yeah. grow it, and how right, to, right. you know. But it was funny though, because it was like there was a time where, you know, I lived in a townhouse, and you know, after this lawsuit, I lived in this six thousand square foot house, you know, and you know, I had my own room and. You know, I mm. I was on the other wing opposite my parents. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> it was different stuff was going on. That's adjustment. It's an it, adjustment. It, it's an adjustment, but you know, I I always I I think because I don't really feel like I come from that, I always feel um somewhat guilty. Like I feel guilt. Like I feel guilty because it's like I come from like a demographic of people who didn't come, who didn't have circumstances like that. You know, it's it, it's it's really strange. I I like my my whole working life. We weren't like well off at all. I mean, we. I think in within the last ten years, I made better money. But before that, I mean, I made like twelve bucks an hour, eleven bucks an hour, trying to you know, raise three kids, you know, and like made it to a point where I got a better job. And then I got my, the car I have, right. I feel guilty having that car. Like it's, it's, it's a strange feeling. Like I, I feel like, I don't know. Like I remember all the times where I didn't have any money and like, I feel guilty, like driving in certain places. I don't know. It's a strange feeling. It is weird. I don't know how, like, and then I almost feel guilty about feeling guilty. Right. right. You know what right. I mean? I, I got rid of my guilt by being poor now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, let, me get, let me get humble and poor again, and I build it up. But uh, you were, uh, were going to ask a question. Do you remember what that was? No, I don't even. It was, you said, as parents. Oh, as parents. Doesn't that scare you? Like, what's going on? I don't understand. I would be terrified. I don't think I could be a parent. With what? The, like, the... Just what's going on with the education system and what's going on in schools and like I mean the world. everything like it just, just yeah, the, the, the world, world the, like the world you know it, I would be paralyzed. I mean I think as always it's twofold yeah it's scary but it's also like I look at some I look at my kids and and I'm hopeful you know mm. you know you have to be you have to be hopeful mm. you know I think uh, I don't know it is scary though because right. it can be at times but I often I, you know I tell people I look. And my kids, like, like I remember, like before they could talk and stuff like that. Yeah. And sometimes, like I, you know, I just talk to them and I'd say, like, you don't understand. Like I, I, I brought you here sort of as my reinforcements. Like you, you are my message to the future. So, in doing that. I have to, you know, I have to raise a child in a world that, of course, it's easy to look at the world and say, oh, it's clear this thing is falling apart. It's like, it's it's easy to do that. But I don't know, like we, I imagine at multiple times, people have felt like that about the world. Like, I'm sure the and I'm sure you must hear it from the old elderly. You know they oh, mu- right. they live in a world that they could not conceive in 1940. Yeah, 
Like they, like they, like they had. There was you cannot, you can't understand that in the year 2018, there's gonna be sex robot brothels. Yeah, <laughs> not for yeah, real. Like yeah, you don't, you, like, you can't, I, yeah. you can't fathom that. And then it, one day you're just living and you live in that world, and you're like, wait a second, wait a second. People were just like, <laughs> like you know, people were just like riding around in horses and buggies and stuff. Like yeah. you know, like. It, it, not that much time has passed, you know. Well, not look that, at the how rapidly just from when I was in high school. I mean, I had a pager when I was a junior in high oh, school, yeah. and we went from pager to cell phone in like two years, so yeah. quick. Yeah. So, and then imagine, and then and when the cell phone I got was like that military, like big, like yeah, we, we were like, oh, this is cool, this big phone. And then it was like just like that. We're like ten years later, all of a sudden it's like blackberries and whatever it is, you know. And next thing yeah. you know, now we got comp- it's like now we have it's computers. a watch. We have yeah, my wife has the Apple. Now watch. it's a watch. Now you have a watch that is more powerful yeah. than anything that was. Three, four times its size 30 years ago. <laughs> you have a watch on your wrist and it does all of that and more. The first computers, how big those were. And oh, they could, huge. what could you do with it? Huge. Nothing. It just spooled like magnetic yeah. tape back and forth. I would like, <laughs> I'd buy this stuff. Uh, like, I'd go and buy stuff from people and I had an ad on Craigslist for, for, uh, like, I would take free scrap and stuff. And this guy called me and I go down and take it. And I found out this gold piece I got was from like a computer from like the, like, like the seventies or the mid seventies. It was crazy. It was huge, but it was such a small, like I started looking it up and like what portion of the computer was. And like the portion of the computer, like they show the picture and it's just a room like this huge room full of this like servers and stuff, yeah. you know, but it was just a small piece. And like, Pete, you don't even realize, you know, now you don't even think about how big computers oh, yeah. used to be. Yeah. You know, huge. it was crazy. Just absolutely huge. And now they and, they could, and they didn't do anything. They didn't know what, what we can do now. No. And all of that stuff. And it's still not as powerful as this phone in my hand. Yeah. 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 All of that mechanical work just to be comprised into this like it can't it must look so insane to them yeah and that's why i always wonder you know i i always think like my like my kids are going to see some things that are outside of my ability to comprehend right now Mm. like they're gonna they're gonna see things that it's just gonna be like you're gonna be the old person one day looking at it like what the hell is going on here Imagine being the person that, like, I mean, it's still possible you could have lived through the Great Depression, and yeah. you're like this point, you know, and like, like the diff. I mean, even with like financial crises, they're completely different than what they were back then. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like in depression, you had people in lines waiting for rations for food and gas and stuff. Well, now you don't have that. You have a card. You have a card for people that can just use the card at the store and you don't even realize that there may be a line of people that need help, but they, you know, there's no realization to that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that there's a certain piece in understanding that the very nature of civilization is to eat itself. <laughs> like you, like if you start to understand that, then you have to, then, then now you can actually communicate that to a child. Like, look, <laughs> 
you live in some shit that might really be self-destructive right now. Right. Like you might like, and and of course that seems like a scary outlook, but in in all sincerity, if you ask me, that's that's probably just what's happening. I mean, it's there's bigger processes than the things that you feel like you can just see. Right. I mean, there's process, big processes going on. The, you know, uh, a civilization, how they rise and fall. There's no civilization that ever rises that doesn't fall. And we think we live, and I'm sure all of them that were kind of like at the height of their civilization at the time, they all probably believed that they were living an invincible yeah. civilization. Oh, the yeah. Romans never thought that it was going to end. They never thought that no. that was going to end. It was going to last forever. The Ottomans. The, yeah. You know, we, the we have, I think for our technological reasons and the span of the civilization, because when we talk about this civilization, we're not just talking about, we're talking about something past politics. It's the reason why I can't be political. Because I look at the entire thing as civilizational. You can't you can't cure the ills of civilization with politics. Politics it, yeah, the, right. those politics come out of a general civilization of the world. And that that civilization is in so many different places that it's kinda like, all right, let's say that like a meteor or something comes out of Earth and hit the United States and destroyed everything in the United States, the civilization would continue because the civilization has expanded into the world and, you know, through colonialism and things. Now there's this kind of, uh, there's this connected world. I think what's happened in the past is, is that they've probably, you know, a civilization probably will pop up and let's say something happens like, uh, like, a polar shifter you know it, it gets destroyed somehow and now all of that information is lost but what the what the internet did is create a situation where the world's knowledge could technically be kept mm-hmm. in this place because it's outside of physicality it's, it, it exists in some ethereal type of web that exists in wires and shit yeah. like that Telling you, you gotta listen to that Cliff High because he's like on the you're like vert like kind of cross meshing with what he talks about. Like he talks about like a universal web that exists already. Oh, that yeah. that uh, oh, yeah. like an akashic type of a field. Yeah, you know the and, field, the the you know the like we were saying on the way over. Technology has a way of copying the processes of the of natural of the natural world and reality oh yeah so if we created a web it would make sense that there was a greater organic web that, that existed, existed that you don't know the creator well yeah. einstein had his unified field theories i mean that's, yeah that's, that was all that mesh trying like, to explain okay the fabric of reality yeah. like what it like yeah. what is this uh you know we still don't know all the. I mean, there's a reason why we invaded Germany and and they had that Operation Paperclip was to take the scientists, and we still don't know all the technology that they had. And supposedly, you know, like I said, they take some of that took some of that technology to Antarctica, but that's just you yeah, know, conspiracy but, theory stuff. Yeah, but they have bases there. I mean, yeah, that's, that's proven exactly. So yeah, I'm so, just saying, yeah. you know. 
I was actually reading about smart. he said about the technology mirroring nature. Um, about that. Um, the body armor they're making for the soldiers, they're gonna make it out of spider silk. They got these silkworms. It's like Spider Man. Yeah, essentially um, like Spider Man well, shit. They said it's like lightweight. It can stop bullets and all this. And I mean, so, spider silk is stronger than steel. Like per. I mean, like. Are we like just making movies to the preludes of what we're doing? Pretty I mean, much. it's like kind of crazy. Star Trek. Look at Star Trek. Think about all of the things. Um, you know, you look at Philip K. Dick, like the the sci-fi author. Like, oh, there's yeah. there's he created so many things that exist. Like there were just things that were in his mind that he put in fictional stories that eventually became real things. That's the same with Roddenberry. Like like all yeah, absolutely. Gene you see on Star Trek. Absolutely. Touchscreen computers. I remember when they had that. That was fucking wild and crazy. And now you got it in your pocket. That's because on some level, we have an understanding, I think, of where things are going. Like, we get it. We're like, oh. Yeah. Like, that's why that yeah. Black Mirror show creeps everybody <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. That, that, that is one of the creepiest. That's why it creeps everybody yeah. out. Because she's just like, oh, shit. That's probably going to happen. That's going to happen. Yeah. That's that, going to happen in my lifetime. Yeah. That's not going to be some shit. Like, lifetime. You know, that's happen, live, so much shit's now. happening now. Some, yeah. Of it, yeah. some of it happened, and then the shit happened like a week later. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. I knew. That social media shit's happening now. I knew they had robot dogs and shit. (laughs) You got robot sex brothels. They had robot (laughs) dogs. And then literally, I remember like not long after that, they showed um, these like technically robot dogs. And the one dog opened up a door for the other one. Oh, nice. They're helping each other now. (laughs) It's like them raptors on the damn Jurassic Park. That's because wow. you remember that scene. Because then oh, yeah. at that scene, you're like, "Oh, them fucking raptors are smart." Like they like, you thought these were some dumb dinosaurs running around. They they yeah, were talking and shit, the fucking making leave noises. Leave it to humans just to think that you know they just underestimate stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And that'll that, that'll be a downfall at some point. At some point in time, this thing, this thing, I'm pretty sure. And I was just saying that to him earlier. I'm pretty sure that. There is a subconscious part of just about everybody in this civilization who in some way wants to see it end. Because we have, we we, we feel, I think as the people who live in this civilization, we feel quite victimized by the civilization. We, like, we, like we understand that we're cannon fodder. Like we understand that we are kind of like a meaningless number in a, you know what I mean? Like, or at least that's what they, that, or at least that's, that's how we're being perceived. Like, not that that's us, but I don't know, man. I, I felt that way a lot. You feel before, quite yeah. often you're just like, a, a gear in the machine. Yeah. That you're this cog, you're just, yeah. this, um, you know, you're, or at least that's what people Exp- like want you to be yeah i think in a weird way it, it, i mean obviously they i think that they do that on purpose because the, they don't want us to realize that like i was saying earlier when we when we come together we have more power than we realize you know and i think it's a marginalize us it just keeps that control of us you know and and that's the ultimate it, i mean the, the control that they that they uh that they have over us is it just makes and we allow it to become so easy to do the control 
by bickering with each other and, and mm-hmm. arguing with each other and not looking for the real source of, of what's going on and, and who's really conf- uh, inflicting that pain. You know, I mean, the reality of, of our financial system, the way it's set up, it's set up for us to lose. Well, it's I not think... set up. It's set up for a certain group of people to win and a certain people, group of people to lose. And and, you know, and financially, economically is how you have revolution, in my opinion, nowadays. Oh, yeah. And that's how you that's how you empower people's economically. So that's why I love cryptos, because I believe the little person can economically empower themselves. And then if, and if what happens, what I believe may happen, it's our chance to somehow take the power back, I yeah. guess, in a weird way. It's our, our, our one chance maybe to do so. I was, uh, I was at this, uh, this Halloween party um, last weekend, and... Uh, I was dressed up as the Joker. That I think I'm gonna be the Joker forever for Halloween. It's a good um, one for sure. And I was like a fucked up Joker. Like I, was, I had like this wild hair and all this stuff. I we went to a Chick Fil A to eat, uh-huh. and uh, I was uh, all dressed up and shit. And like we didn't go inside, but like we were sitting in the car, and I'm like eating this chicken sandwich, and like some kid like walks by and like looks. Walked away for the thing, and then he came back and he was just pointing at me. <laughs> I just waved at him with like an evil clown smile. But um, we were there, and like the the, the people who uh, we were visiting, eventually, you know, it's just my nature. Like I'm gonna try to get into deep type of shit with people because I like to see where people are, like. In actual, like I don't give a fuck about your job or anything like that. Like, yeah, not not no disrespect, but I just don't mm-hmm. care about that shit. Like That's, I'm it more, doesn't, it doesn't matter. More to concerned you. with who you are as a human being, right? So, it it usually gets into a certain line of this is the conversation we're talking about, like the real conversation as opposed to that fake ass conversation of, well, how are you? Are you diversifying your? bonds and you know, yeah <laughs> like are you are you all of this shit that i'm like no man like how the fuck like how are you like you know like what's going on in your what how are you seeing shit but like uh um a friend of ours katie like she she was she's really having a, a tough time because like she was one of those people who kind of like freaked the fuck out like when trump got elected like and it caught like because now she's very uh, concerned with like like where like where's the world going mm-hmm. and I mean I had always somewhat kind of I was felt gonna like say that. I feel and like she, Katie's I, a little she, late to the game she there had, <laughs> she she had felt like that don't yeah. get me wrong yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like she uh, a lot of people felt like Trump. It was like a game changer. Like he's like, oh well, things will never be the same after this guy. Um, I mean, I I, I personally think shit will always be. the same. I don't same. buy into this that, is, man, because they said the same thing when Obama yeah, got elected. Nothing's ever people. gonna be the same again. I, I think he has has had a certain effect on things, oh, but sure. I think he. I think it's shown us that there's an underlying tone of of like racism in this country that is just. Uh, like rampant and it, it is it has made people emboldened to have that come out like racism you know ended in the 1960s because yeah. martin luther king was here That's, yeah 
That's that's the kind of shit people say to me. <laughs> I have a I have a hard time when it comes to racism because I told Will about like my upbringing. Like I grew up in Reading. Yeah, you know, my my babysitter was Spanish, and I played with you know black kids. Like it wasn't ever a thing. Like, that's a different thing, I man. Was, so when I like experienced it though, like for the first time, not even against me, just to see other people being racist, I was just like. It was so foreign to me. I I, yeah. I didn't get it. My 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 man, uh, Ronnell. He said that he didn't know that racism existed until he like lived in Africa. Yeah, yeah Gio said the same thing. Said That's he didn't crazy. even. Gio yeah. said the same shit. Like yeah. didn't even know it existed until they moved yeah. to a place where there was an element that could support that ignorance. Right. And um, yeah, it's like I don't. You know, the thing I always tell people is, is like, the world needs time to heal. And racism is one of those things that is, sim- you know, it's, 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 it's the same. We, we want racism to eradicate itself or, or to be, you know, to be gone in a time span that is just far too short. You know, we, you know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, my my great grand you know not even my great grandfather my yeah. grandfather, the father of my father was born in eighteen ninety six. His in eighteen ninety in the eighteen nineties more black men were lynched than in any other decade. So when people say, "Well, isn't this shit? Isn't, isn't this? It, aren't we supposed to be healed from this and shit like that?" We're, in my family, we're talking about two generations of people. Mm-hmm. That's we're not talking like we're not. That's all. That's all we're talking about. That's how uh, how much shit can change in two to three generations. Of, I'm not saying some things can't, but for you to want for, for people to want to see the kind of changes that they want to see for this world, they're not giving it enough time. The world is not patient. Patience is not. The a virtue here. No, <laughs> no and there's Patience some people is, with some really deep seated anger, hatred. Yeah, there's people know? who really have real like generational views on this, and this, and it, 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 some of this stuff dates back to before you know they were even uh, you know maybe even in this country. Like, like, yeah, you never really even know how deep some of this stuff goes. Um, so it's like you can't, you know. I remember seeing a, a presentation by. Uh, by this uh this professor I listened to uh her name is uh Joy DeGru and she showed this picture of this lynching and she said you know you know you you got the guy he's strung up and, you know you got uh, people posing pointing up at the body hanging in the tree you got little kids running around and smiling and laughing and stuff <laughs> and she said, everybody in this picture is traumatized. And pretty much none of these people will ever have that trauma checked. That trauma just, it, it will make its way, it made its way into those people. And you never know how that manifested itself in the subsequent generations. Oh, like yeah, you don't when know. they raise their kids yeah, from seeing you that. You don't know what yeah. they, I mean, we're talking about a thing they used to bring People used to catch trains. You know, people used to catch trains to come to places 
to be a part a of event. this. Uh, uh, it was an event. They they busted and tra- and brought people in in trains to celebrate at a picnic where there's a guy who was hanging up and now they, they put him in the fire and then they would do one better then they start slicing the the cadaver open you know now they start slice they start slicing his ears off they slice they cut his dick off cut his balls off cut his and then they would throw it out in the field and then the people who are sitting there having a picnic with they're having a picnic they got children in picnic baskets and shit these people will say hey why don't you run up run up over there to the field and grab me an ear so i can put it on the mantle that just makes me sick i don't understand that i actually it's the fact the only reason why i ever have to explain it like that is because we have to understand that okay this is a lynching yeah me the, this person who I am, I'm two generations removed from that. Yeah. From that element. And then we think that we've come, we've made all these. I'm not saying that we haven't made proce- progress. I'm not saying that we haven't made some strides. But the truth of the matter is, is like, shit does not move as quick as people think it does. Mm-hmm. Definitely f- mentalities. A mentality can last in a family or in a group of people for you don't even know how long. And for that to have existed lets you know that in certain certain pockets, because that's not, of course, you know, because people say, well, that wasn't all white people. And that's the absolute truth. That's the absolute truth. But the truth of the matter is, is that these people still were people, probably prom- some prominent people who had... um you know, power over uh, other people and, you know, who, who, who meant something to people's communities and stuff. So that that makes its way into the greater culture. And uh, like I told him earlier, that's just one trauma that's going on here. We live in a world full of people who, with such unchecked trauma that no wonder everybody's on antidepressants and all this stuff. It only makes sense because we don't have enough time in this civilization. Because we are a, like we said, a number. Because we're a number. Because we're a cog in somebody's system. We don't have enough time to heal from the, 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 the stuff that happens to us. Like, it happens to us, and they say, well, just take it on the chin and keep moving. And then one day, you're fucking having some sort of mental breakdown, and you wonder why. And it's because you you have a collection of things that you've never dealt with. You've, you just continued on because that's the nature here. That's what people do. They just... You don't want to look like a punk. You don't want to no, look like... Suck it up. You don't want to yeah. tell a person that you need help. You know what I mean? Like you you look, you, they make you, you people look weak. Yeah, yeah. That's what they people do. don't want to look weak here because a weak man asks for help. A weak man, yeah. a weak man lets the traumas that happen to him affect him. And you know what I mean? And that's that's part of what they talk about when they talk about like what they call toxic masculinity. Mm. You know this this idea that we 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 can, uh, you know, we're supposed to be these kind of 
emotional, uh, like emotionless creatures. We're not supposed to care about the fact that, you know, it's funny earlier, earlier today, you know, I, uh, I was telling my wife, you know, last, last night, you know, we took our, the kids out for Halloween and shit. And we ended up, you know, we ended up going to my parents' house and we went to her parents' house. And just to show the kids, you know, my, they yeah. were Moana and Maui. You know? <laughs> and uh, um, so we were there, and I was showing Veda some of my, you know, some of my pictures, my Halloween pictures. So I saw I got I had this one. It said Halloween '92, and I had a fake Ultimate Warrior like uh, outfit. I had the paint. Nice. And I was like flexing like a muscle and so it was funny. And um but I was going through it and I just caught a picture of um my aunt that had died like a couple years ago. And it just kinda like it put me in this place where I was just like I've never like I had to ask myself and I said, I've never fully dealt with that. Like I've never I've never fully confronted that loss because it's too much mm. you know what i mean like it's you know the when it's certain people who mean great deals of you know i you know there and, and it made me think it's like you know there's so many people and they hurt and uh they you know they hurt and the world doesn't care you know yeah yeah, you know, and that's 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 my biggest uh, hang up with this civilization. It's that's why I don't give a fuck when you talk about who you gonna vote for and all this shit. I don't care about that. Like, why is um, why is it when somebody like I remember when I was younger and Princess Di died, right? Yeah. Princess was that what Diana died or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's like, why is she more important? Like, why is her death more important than Joe Schmo down the street that died? Is there's no it's like not, to me there's no difference. more there's no her she's not any more important passing away than than anybody else but we're sitting there watching we're watching a funeral you know I can't imagine I would you know the numbers of people that sat there and probably watched that whole funeral you know of that whole whatever never event that happened it. you know and I'm just I don't I never understood that why people are so infatuated with why some people are more important than others, and that's how we get we kind of end up in this place, you know. Yeah. That's to me, you know. When you were saying about that, did you watch the um, what's the show we we were talking about? I don't know. We we're talking about last week. I can't remember the the uh, scary show that they always do the on uh, Fox. Can't think of what's scary show on Fox. The one where they're doing the one about the apocalypse now. Oh, American Horror Story. Yeah, American Horror Story. And you you gotta watch the season where they talked about where Trump got elected. Yeah, I started watching that. Yeah, and that same thing happened to that lady. She was like freaked out because he got elected. When I talked to her, I was like, "Oh, this is a real thing. This is like this. This really happened. Like, it people really did start to." Because, like, I started to, like, all right, she got, we got into, like, this conversation, you know, and her partner was looking at her, and and she was, like, I could tell she was, like, oh, not this again. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I could tell. 
which let me know that this had been an absolutely real disruptive thing in her life. Mm -hmm. Like she, like she literally was, because she was like, "What are we like?" Because I remember, you know, now I remember what I was even going to say about that. Because she was like, "What? What are we going to do? Like what? Like what? Like what?" She's like. At what point in time do we have to like really fight these people and stuff like that? And I'm like, first of all, you can't fight these people militaristically. That's not you. You don't want to go at it that way. Mm-hmm. But when you said about crypto and things like that, that is maybe the best. You know, the best hands-on thing. I told her, look, I don't know how to confront it, but all I try to do is I try to change. Uh, anywhere I'm at, I try to change the, the, the resonant frequency. And what I mean by that is I'm, I'm going to try to elevate that area wherever I'm at to a higher state of consciousness. Like I'm going to always go for that. I'm always going to try to invoke thoughts of togetherness and uh, a overall sense of unity because I don't know how to confront what's going on here in this world. But I do know that, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about your perspective because the world can look like it's falling apart. Can And it can also, in, to certain people, <laughs> and it's funny because like, to the most spiritual people, they look at all of this shit and they still think like, oh, well, actually, though, it's all still perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and those are two completely different perspectives. But who's right? And how do you, you can't tell somebody that they're wrong. You know what I mean? You can't tell somebody for, you can't tell somebody that they're wrong for believing in the ability of humans to create a world that we actually want to live in, you know, I, you know, I, that's why, I, you know, I, that's what I try to do. I, I can't, I don't, I'm not, I would never go out in the streets talking about, I'm going to fight y'all with guns and stuff. It's that, that's, you lose like you, that. You don't win that way. You and can't I, win like that. And man. like, that's why I say when, when I, I was saying this to my wife the last week, I was like, we need like a, like, instead of, uh, Martial law. We need a people law. Yeah, you know, you need to let people Cause we make need, the law. We need to be like, we just need to. What What would happen if all of us just said, you know what, we're not going to work today. We're not going to go to work for the next two months. We're just gonna. We're gonna all claim welfare. We're gonna overheat the system, and let's the organize, system's gonna die. Let's organize that. Let's this, organize that situation. And we all come together. <laughs> that's how you die. <laughs> that's how you kill the system. I, I tell you, it doesn't even take all, all, all that either. You just gotta hit the transportation, like get the trains to stop going, or get the trucks to stop. Like you said, it would just yeah, bring but everything to a standstill. Like, when you, when you, I, I just don't see revolution as, as like fighting no no i i just don't I know think it did at one time I, at one point in time it made sense but the the world is a, a place of advanced weaponry yeah look at call of duty they'll teach you that <laughs> and not only that there's weapons that we don't even realize they have you know, you know that yeah, the shit happened, that you, you see is know. like These 20 people, years behind and what there's enough maniacal have. people in important uh 
uh, positions of power that they don't care. They'll use it on who they'll use it on their grandma if they have to. These they people, don't give a shit. These people ran open experiments yeah. on the population. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like in that, Chicago, that you got happened. a lot of have a lot of balls to just be like, "Hey, we're just toying around with y'all. We want to see what the fuck happened if we like put some shit in your water system, yeah. or if we sprayed you with some shit." Like, yeah. what? What do you mean? Like, what kind of rights do you have as a human being if you can't, in some way, make somebody pay for doing that to you? You ain't got no rights. And they're not even gonna do shit. Like they no. like, you know, somebody will complain about it, somebody make a documentary about it, man. and they're like, Oh man, my arm fell off when they sprayed that shit and nothing happens because you can't fuck with those people. Yet yeah. they're in a whole different situation. It's, that, it's they. That's 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 the thing. them. You can't get them that's because them. it's like the guy that uh sued Masano. Yeah. Masanto. It's the same thing. I mean, mm. they took him back to court, they made they appealed the 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 ruling and the guy got like half of what he wanted but the, the it doesn't even matter the guy i mean it matters to his family but the guy only has like a very limited amount of time to live and but i i don't really hear people talking about that stuff i hear talking about arguing about whether you know the 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 trivial stuff that we argue about and we miss the important stuff like that shit they're they're pouring that shit on our food I mean, that stuff that guy got cancer from, we're spraying our food with it, yeah. you know, and all these supposed of organic places. Who knows how many of those places are, are close to those places or are getting like overspray of that stuff, oh, you know, yeah, or, yeah. or we don't even, yeah, yeah, we don't know, you know what I mean? Seepage. Like yeah. whatever. I mean, and we're like focused on like, that's why I think it's just a big show. We're focused on what the they want us to focus on while everybody else, while they're running around and doing all this deceptive criminal shit that, that, that people don't see. It's like the most malevolent sleight of hand ever pulled. Like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> These people are masterfully genius. Oh, yeah. it's, they've been doing it for a long they've time. Craft, it's not like they're sure. going to, the, it's people. not like the one day they're going to fall off the bed and be like, oh, I forgot how to, how to control a mass of people. Right. Remember. right. You like, know, God damn it. I didn't, I killed too many people. That's what I like, gotta repent. I, I hear people tell me that, that Donald Trump is playing 4d chess. I'm like, uh, are you uh, uh, in what crazy uh, alter reality is this dude playing 4D chess against the people that have been in that we there's people that we have no clue that even run shit on top of that are above people that don't even know that they exist, you know, and this guy is somehow playing 4D chess to take these people out. I mean, come on, let's let's and and what's sad to me is like I listen to a lot of alternative news and it's guys that I've listened to for a long time that are like buying into this theory but in the meantime aren't reporting the things that they used to report on when like Obama was in office. Right. But remember it, it's uh, as much as anybody who becomes famous, you you're becoming famous to for two purposes. One, so that you can be villainized. Two, so you can be uh, become somebody's messiah. Yeah. Any, so, you know, somebody begins. I mean, hell, there's people <laughs> in the world who believe Kim Kardashian or some shit is like the, you know what I mean? Like one of the greatest human beings ever created or something. So it's like, that's the nature of fame. You become victimized. You become kind of deified. You become you 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 distinguish yourself 
from the rest of the people. And in the case of a president, I mean, all you got to do is watch what the fuck happened with Obama. You know, Obama, to some, socialist. These guys trying to destroy the integrity of democracy and things like that. To other people, the godsend. Yeah. Uh, he came. He came and uh, he's going to... Like, you remember there was that lady who said that she like she wasn't going to have to pay her bills and shit because Obama was... She's like, I'm not going to have to pay my bills. <laughs> she, she was going off and shit. She was stoked. I'm talking about Obama. Remember that Obama phone? You remember oh, that yeah. Shit? I don't remember any of that stuff. Oh, shit. The Obama phone. People, oh, man, they ate that shit up in the hood. Obama phone. Oh shit! It, you, <laughs> I told you that's our brother. He's about to do. <laughs> he's about to. He, he's about to take. He, he sees us, and that's why I always say I'll ne- I, I never forgave. Um, I never forgave him after. Uh, I saw that inauguration, because they had this old black lady, and she, they showed her on the screen, and she was crying and shit, and um, I was like, "Yo, that's that's some evil shit," because that lady thinks. That you're here to do some shit that you're not actually here to do. Oh yeah, like, like she, like she, she, she's looking at all of the experiences. She's probably well, you been said, through segregation, you and racism, said, you know, and all her kinds her of shit. family. Like, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you think, you know, she probably had. She's all elderly lady. She probably seen some real racism shit. She mm-hmm. saw some. She probably seen people get fucking lynched and shit. Yep. And now here you come, and you're gonna. You're gonna give her this illusion that here you are. You understand the plight of Black America. You are, you, you you are going to uh, restore, you know, some sort of uh, integrity to the lives uh, lives of, of Black people that have been seemingly missing, and uh, you manipulated that that impulse in people, and that and to me that was just I was. I was so just hurt by it. like, and it was funny because like my, I was there with my parents, you know, I was watching that at my parents' house, and my parents have this other like, you know, they have like they still believe in it, they still believe in the concept, and they're like, why do you like look like that? Like, why are you mad? And I was like, it's like you don't, cause, cause you don't understand what I'm seeing right now. You don't understand like, so of course with with Trump. Same thing, you know, he, he, he's he been villainized quite, you know, quite thoroughly. He's been villainized. And he's also been deified by some. And some of those people who really root for him, they, I think Trump or that entire, like, I don't, I don't want to give the man too much credit because I don't know who the fuck really pulls his strings. The smart thing is they... They advocated conspiracy theorists. Yeah, they they understood they understood that the conspiracy theorists, yeah, they might say some harebrained type shit at some time, but ultimately there's a line of truth that exists with the conspiracy theorists. They are the truth seeker. They're the person, you know what I mean? Like conspiracy theorists to me are some of the most um, uh, they they research shit oh, yeah. more so than just about anybody I know. 
You know, they'll, they'll actually go and and read and fucking watch it and all this learning, stuff. Like the burning temperature yeah. of thermite and stuff. You know, they well, know yeah. this shit. Because like, they know they're going to get questioned so hard. They you know, know they want to they want to know what they're talking about. They want to sound like they know what they're talking about. So they feel like they, I mean, because, I mean, I know how it is. Like, if I have a point that's obviously kind of conspiratorial, I want to make sure that whatever question I'm going to get, I have an answer to give you. And it's and it sounds like I know, you know, I know what I'm talking about because you're you're already under the you're already behind the eight ball because you're a conspiracy person. And, you know, the conspiracy, my theory has always been that everybody is in some way, shape or form a conspiracy theorist because there's no there's no transparency. Nobody can really know what the fuck is going on, so we just have to figure out like these, you know. I agree with that because I'm skeptical just about everything. Like, like you have to be, yeah. To be skeptical and to see a situation and then not know exactly how it happened and then have to come up with the best possible answer makes you a conspiracy theorist because you're gonna theorize about who and how people conspired in order to make something happen. So I don't even know a person who doesn't do that. I'm bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should see what happened at Warwick. No, no, no. no these oh, two, that, the two yeah, students yeah, yeah. that got killed actually, in the car accident. Yeah. Two people got killed. Yeah, and like they they refused to release the lady's name and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, well, there's something weird going on there. Wait, like, what? So these the these two kids got killed right outside the school. Um, in like, a car crash yeah yes. in a car crash because a lady was like driving real erratic and she was running from the police was, and yeah, stuff but she's like car. 63 years old yep. uh, she was running from the police yeah. 63 year old woman yeah yep. and she hit a car and mm-hmm. two of the kids died two out of three of the kids that were in the car they had just got out of high school yeah they and, just um, got out yeah. they were done for the day going home yeah and uh, I'm like, why? Why is like there no? Why is the there name not the being name. released? Like, what's going on? Like, something weird's going on here. Like, my wife's like, what? Well, don't worry, it's nothing strange. They're just not. I'm like, listen, something weird's going on. She's like the superintendent of the school or something. Like, something That's strange. You, you think it's something? Like, like yeah, I'm all, like, either the police were like chasing her and they weren't supposed to, and then like she, you know, what I mean, like. That's just how I am, but that's how I am. That's like I question everything. Yeah. Once once things look a little bit off, you can't help but to ask, um, was well, that is that on purpose? Like, you know, like did they not say her name because they're trying to dis- they don't uh, she might have some sort of prominence or something? Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. always my first like theory because that's usually you know the, the people that have oh, you know yeah. wealth or mm-hmm. or have a ways of making that situation disappear you know so the, yeah, that's true. the first i always question that like i'm like i could see that lady showing up and she's like the superintendent of the school or or Did she's she no, she's still alive. No, she was in the Man, hospital, she though. She people. was hurt. She, yeah, she, she killed two herself. kids. She killed two, and the one was like in critical condition. Yeah, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, though. he's pulling through. Yeah. He's doing better. But, yeah, but they like yeah. couldn't even tell that kid that the kid. Yeah. They couldn't I, even tell him that yo, the two kids died with him and that were in the car because his brain was on such fragile, from the injuries, his brain was like in such a fragile so state. Yeah. They couldn't even tell him. His folks were asking, they said, if you, if you, you know, don't put anything don't even let him know yeah. that they're dead like they they said that they, they're not gonna tell him till after he's like in therapy like physical therapy yeah, and they said maybe not idea. even then i mean he's gonna find out yeah of course he's <laughs> so gonna find out. if he makes it back 
Yeah. He makes yeah. it all the way back. But he has some severe brain injury too, so that's that you never know what effects he'll have from that too. Oh, yeah. But like like it's just the perf I mean, I question anything, especially if it's on the news. I just like question everything. Like the caravan, the caravan that's coming from Mexico. Like they're getting bus rides and it's like buses like normal buses and like they're traveling so far and they're getting all this food and they're getting all these things. I'm like, okay, now is it, but the fact that what annoys me most is like, there's a good chance that they're, those people are just getting used to make a political point. Uh You know what I mean? Like there's probably, they're truly immigrants that are trying to change things, but they'll probably be told a certain thing that will happen for them. And they're just being used, you know, by the powers that be. And I think that's what really happens. Most, I believe in most like conspiracy situations is the, the small, the little people are getting used by the, the, the powers that be to, further their agenda and then they're just thrown to the wayside in conspiracy theory world i i believe they called that hegelian dialectic or you know the process of wanting something to happen so you create a situation that organically sort of creates the outcome that you wanted in the first place so you know it it's 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 uh, creating a problem in order to create a particular goal mm-hmm. and that i mean that's that is a that's a i believe that's a militaristic um i think that that came out of germany a dude named hegel that's why i guess that's why it's hegelian dialect i think his name is william hegel maybe i don't but he when he's journey to be he, Wilhelm. 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 <laughs> Wilhelm. Wilhelm, yeah. Since you're you're here and you have, you know, you, you have the ability to, to say what you want, I mean, what uh if there was uh anything you ever wanted to communicate to people, what what would it be? To people in general? I guess. To people um, in general. Because I mean you, you I guess to, I guess what I would want to say is that no matter how bad things are, you know, like we touched on it, at least there's always that hope that it could get better. And, um, you know, you, you have an amazing ability to bounce back from some of the worst traumas, I feel like, and still be able to contribute something maybe even, or, you know, I think children are the key, man. Yeah. I think people helping their children and and showing them the way, you know, in a more, I don't know. I just think that's how those generations turn over and then it builds to something else. I think kids are the way. I I feel like you're right. I think that's why, like, like when I question you guys about, you know, aren't you afraid for your kids? I think that's why, because you, that's your best, in, in a strange way, I think that's the, our best tool. All I yeah. have. And I think yeah. it's important for yeah. people like Will and people like me or people who are in civil situations that we are very strong in uh, communicating the things that we need to communicate to them so they, in the future, can communicate it to, to the next generation. Kids, exactly. You know, yeah. and I think that's where you get the growth and that's where you get the change. It's economical for sure, yeah. but it's also... It's it's leading them as parents, right. you know, and I I mean me personally, and I know Will's same way, but I take that very seriously, you know, 
uh, and I came to that realization, you know, you know, I don't know how long ago, but came to that realization that that's how important that is, you know. Mm-hmm. So it really is, man. I mean, I, I don't ever want to put immense uh, pressure on my children, but I'd be lying to them if I told them that I didn't bring them like, like I brought my children here to change the world in certain ways i didn't you know what i mean like there was a long time where uh, you know me and my wife didn't mean we didn't think we were gonna have kids you know we we went a long time thinking that we weren't gonna have no kids and then this little thing popped up (laughs) and you're like oh like really this thing like now and and then you know and and right then, you know, I remember I, I began a bonding process that is weird because it's like not in your body, like it's forming in someone else's body. But I'm trying to create elements and trying to trying to figure out what I need to do to make this child's life as optimal as possible and you know I, you go through times where you don't feel like you're doing such a good job at it mm-hmm. if you know you go through times where you're really proud you know like i was watching my daughter you know and she she had these <laughs> she has these little peppa pig books <laughs> and they're like they all fit in like this like little like they're like these little miniature square books and she count, and, you know, she counted them all. You know, she counted, you know, she there was twelve of them. She counted them all, and it's just like I remember when, you know, I remember when we were working on that. I remember when you couldn't talk. I remember when you didn't exist. I remember, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, like I said, it's it's in no way I don't want my children to feel pressure, but I want them to understand that I brought them here to to do things you know my my daughter's middle name is niara and um what i know what that means is uh one with high purpose you know uh, i i i brought them here because i didn't see any other way to affect the future you know to yeah. affect the future. I mean, not to say that I can't with words and with art and things of that nature, but there's nothing more direct than raising a child to try to um, bring a certain that's world primal. about. That's primal. I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely a primal situation. That's what we like to think we're better than and all that. But. No, but I think we need need people to to have it's like my daughter my my 21 she's 21 now she's like i'm not having kids which she's 21 that could change but like it might not she's very thoughtful person she's very caring person i'm not saying my other kids aren't Mm -hmm. but like the fact that she says she doesn't want to have kids like i'm like but we need people like you to have children to to convey those things you know what I mean? To pass yeah. along to to build generations going forward, you know, 
And she, like I said, she's 21. You mm-hmm. never know what the future is. I mean, people have kids when they're, you know, men yeah. have kids when they're older. But I have kids when I was 28. Yeah, yeah so my things... grandfather had a kid when he was six. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so it's a little different. But you know, I mean, women can only have kids to a certain point. Actually, I saw somebody just had a kid when they're like fifty. Some listen, who was a, it was a oh, I forget who it was, but they they were fifty years old. A woman old a and they had a kid. Janet Jackson had a kid when she was fifty. I believe that. So I mean, you know, I think. The health Alien, of people. Baby. Well, <laughs> that's technology, they, though. They they gave it to her. She's an alien baby. Was, that was. Oh, you know who had a uh, Rocky uh, Sylvester Stallone's ex-wife? She's like fifty-four. Oh, what's she her just face? had. Yeah, she just had a kid. What's her face? The girl about? was with Flavor Flav. Yeah, yeah. yeah she just uh, had a kid. Flavor Flav. I think she's like fifty-four years old. Yeah, I do remember seeing that man. The fact that she was Bridget, was it Bridget, Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah. The fact that yeah. she was with Sylvester Stallone and then with Flavor Flav <laughs> is one of the most hilarious things that I think has ever happened ever. in any kind of like uh, any anywhere anywhere. That's hilarious. I thought she was much older than that, but I guess that means that means Sylvester Stallone was sitting around somewhere. He's like, really? This guy? Like, <laughs> you love me for him? Flavor Flav? <laughs> Flavor right. Flav didn't make no Rocky movies. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, I know it's getting kind of late. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say uh, to address the, 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 the trillions of people, even those in different galaxies? No, just... Uh... <laughs> I hope the best for everybody, and <laughs> you know, let's try to let's try to do something. Here. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's make it a little better. You Don't know? be so angry. Yeah. Too much hate going on. We yeah. need a little more, uh, a little more. Love. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an easy thing, man. Spread spread as much love as you can, because you don't want to look in the mirror. And be like, I'm a dickhead. No. <laughs> no. I've had that conversation with myself. This, oh, yeah. I, I think maybe everybody, I think everybody, you can see it sometimes. It's like, oh, no. But the more love that you spread in the world, the, the you know, we, we we have compassion issues here. You know, we have compassion. We have problems finding compassion for other people. And we yeah. absolutely have problems finding compassion for ourselves. Yeah. 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 It's hard for us to forgive ourselves for the things that we've done that we don't agree Real with. Real or imagined, too. Though. But the truth of the matter is that all successful people have to. They have to find their worth even though they know their shit. Yeah. You got to yeah. find that thing that maybe you haven't recognized before, but like we, we said before, everybody's good at something. Everybody, you got to find what that is, find and you got to try and excel at it. Cause that's how you kind of make make your way in that place, yeah. you know. And that's it's not an easy thing, and it no. doesn't happen on other people's time. No, you know, hey, be patient enough with yourself to understand that you have your own processes, and you're not always, you know, you don't live a schedule based on somebody else's life. You know, it's it's happening in the only way that it can to you. And as long I think as you can stay receptive and progressive you're gonna find yourself in the place that you want to be at even if you don't really know where that's at keep an open mind keep an open mind people and with that uh 
we release you. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. All right. Well, thank you for doing this. Oh, yeah. And man. Coming. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having. Me. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, thank man. you, man. Thank I, you I truly, me. truly appreciate you know my conversations with you and uh, yeah, man. It's, I feel uh, the same way. Yeah, man. It's it's we don't bring dumbass people on here. We're changing the world one podcast at a time. One podcast at a time. There you go. You're doing good work, gentlemen. Shoot it up in your veins like crack. <laughs> Not crack. You can't shoot crack. No. <laughs> Don't shoot anything no, in your no, veins. No, no, no. <laughs> Unless it's this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. We'll talk to y'all. We'll, we'll be back. Uh, We'll be back soon with another one. And we got, and there's, uh, I think with this one, we'll have three, this will be four episodes to upload. Yeah, yeah. We so got I'll have, some, I'll have three, some, three tomorrow. Got some heat in the chamber. Yeah. Well, I'll do, I'll probably try and upload three tomorrow and then uh, we'll get this one done. All right. So, all right. I'm out. Thank you. Say. And goodbye. Goodbye.